God. Hey, folks, sorry about last week. I'm telling you, one day you're just going to start saying sorry for this week. Just lead out. No, that's the, that's the fucking... I know, I know, crumbles. I know. We got a good show for you today, I think. Yeah. We never can tell. We we laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. And, so that's uh, a good sign. We did shit on Sean. I don't know if he... he unfortunately, I, I thought the title would, would, would air more towards him. But I think it's not going to, and we'll let y'all determine why. We we had a visual that uh, kind of does if we establish it as his new nickname. as his nickname. Yeah. But you know, if if that's the title that that uh, the Golden Voice goes with, we'll we'll know soon enough. I'm, I'm leaning hard towards. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. You, it could be. Hmm. I mean, it could. You could just do a variation. Yeah. You know the uh, is that <laughs> the birthmark or a doo-doo stain? <laughs> Question mark. Doo-doo crust. Doo-doo crust or birthmark. <laughs> Question mark. But it's okay because there's powder. There's <laughs> there's baby powder on it. So. All right, let's not ruin the, the fun. I know. But they're probably they're going to see the, the title. <laughs> and there's, you know. Yeah, anyways, we watched American Psycho. We we, we did talk about we it. Like, we purposely like carved out 10 minutes to yeah. talk about it, and then we left it alone. And I think we made it fun. Yeah. I think it, it's a good movie. Uh, it's a little bit stupid, but... We got into some meat of it. You know, we didn't do. We got to. We got to work on this. We got to stay diligent about our words of the day. I don't, Rusty Blue Knot's out there. He needs a wider vocabulary. I say that as a joke because he writes really wonderful things for us <laughs> that are counterintuitive to what I just Is said. The word of the day is supposed to be a word he doesn't know, or just any old word. Honestly, the words that we find for word of the day, I don't know. Because <laughs> I was just like, today's word is focaccia. There you go. That's a word, focaccia. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, but when we think about skin tags and focaccia, there's skin tags and focaccia, episode 72 or whatever. Skin tags and focaccia. <laughs> With five sides of marinara. <laughs> You'll get there. It's at the very We end. learned that it's hard to be foreign uh, with as a delivery driver. We learned a lot about Sean. We talk. We're gonna have to come back to this because he's avoiding. He's avoiding us now. He might call into work tomorrow. I don't know. He might try to avoid me at all costs. <laughs> we just need to like man on the street him. Like you let me know like where you're gonna be. Like if you're gonna like go get lunch together, mm. I'll just show up with the phone and a microphone. That oh god, that would be wonderful. Just pop into Whole Foods. I'll just walk right into Burger King and just stand behind him. You should video him first making his salad. Yeah. So you can see all the childlike ways that he builds salads. You get some chicken cubes. You get some shredded cheddar. <laughs> definitely no tomato. Gross. Oh, bacon bits. Ooh, bacon bits. <laughs> and then, hey, is that ranch? We <laughs> get some of the corners. Can't have dry salad. My salad's always like twenty four dollars. <laughs> I can't figure out why it wastes so much. Wait, you know what's funny about that? Mother's you can get that shit on the side and not be charged for it. Well, I know. I always put the salad dressing you on the, the side. You get the little containers. You throw them in your fucking yeah. pocket. and yeah. you, you don't even have to. You know, they, they don't weigh They don't the, give a shit. Yeah, yeah. They, they just weigh the box. You can get right. two salad dressings. You get six if you want. They don't <laughs> give a shit. Is that five sides of marinara? <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Anyways, I like it when I mix the salad up, and it basically looks like pasta salad because there's so much ranch. <laughs> I'm eating healthier now. <laughs> Mother says I shouldn't eat burgers anymore. Oh, she says they're the devil. Oh, jeez. Mother says good boys eat salad. <laughs> good boys eat salads. <laughs> this poor guy. There's so many good redeeming things. I just feel like we shit on him for sport now. I have a. He I, makes it easy. 
I have a I have fun imagining. I know. Oh, oh, before we get, we did a, a Mary Fuck Kill. Oh, that's the, true. That um, our main man M and P down there in Perth yeah, shot our that. way. I have fun imagining. I know that Sean doesn't listen. I have fun imagining that his girlfriend does, and that she, and, mm. and she's just, just like. <laughs> It shapes her whole perspective. Oh, listening to this? Yeah. Oh, she never would. <laughs> and and not well, he'd never let it get yeah. that far. I mean he'd find ways to, to make to you make that email her a link. Well, I mean I probably will. <laughs> if he keeps avoiding me, I'm gonna send him I'm gonna send this particular episode. Yeah. And she won't, but I can't. She's such a nice person. You know, we just we just had this before the show tonight, mm. and we won't take up too much more time. But we had a, someone in the office. They showed a lot of interest, and we had to do the song and dance that we do, which is oh, listen, yeah. listen. Yeah, one is a is a guy. He's a young guy. He's only I think he like Banks's age. Yeah. he's like 23, 24 maybe. Even then, he uh, so age range wise, it's possible he's going to be into it. But he's a he's part of like a networking group that's strictly about business that right. my dad's a member of. And he hears me say something about our podcast. He's like, oh, you guys have a podcast? Like, we, we do and we don't. We, we, yeah, it's like, we do and it's we like don't. Dennis when that gang breaks the, I wasn't, I wasn't. Right. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> we do and we don't. It's because I, ha- I have to do that all the time. There's these, I, as we've discussed, there's woke people at my job. And then I'll get a random sl- a message from them. And yeah. they're like, you have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do when I don't. I do when I don't. I, I and I not tell for you. I tell them up front. It might not be for you. And they're like, "What does that mean?" And I'm like, "Cause it's kind of foul." I'm like, "No, that's cool." And I was like, "No, but it's a different. This is an unwoke." You remember how Howard Stern pissed off Paul Giamatti in Private Parts? Yeah. In this scenario, you're Paul Giamatti. <laughs> and I'm Howard Stern, and you'll win because I'll get fired. Yeah. I mean, I think about one of my super fans is my boss. <laughs> there's a lot of ammo there. Yeah. If but he's not really woke I, like that. Oh yeah. If he ever if he ever like tried to like you know get you in trouble, you'd be like, do you want me to tell the brothers what you listen to? <laughs> or that? Well, they know they listened to Twenty Minutes one time. <laughs> it was too long. That was when we were still editing out things like jerking off to Riley Reed. We were. I you know I'll tell you one thing outside too. When you I, I don't want to re- reveal the big surprise mm. that you you said. Oh, yeah, but yeah, when yeah. I went outside to. to to ponder what <laughs> the big surprise I even I have a witness I said because Leah was like "Is it, it could be big it could be for the podcast y'all could be getting a sponsor and I was like it could be and then I was like it could be something stupid though and she was like what do you mean and I was like it could mean that like Riley Reed followed the show or like reached out with a direct message something because yeah. if Riley Reed had reached out with a direct message I'll be honest with you that's bigger that would have not on the level that you put it on and again I'm not going to ruin that <laughs> And people will understand that in a minute. Yeah. yeah but it, it would have been, I think, a bigger deal mm-hmm. to know that, wait a minute, we have a personal <laughs> message. Yeah. Even if it was like, could y'all stop please fucking using my name in your podcast? <laughs> that would have been. Please stop hashtagging. Yeah, like, I don't listen to your podcast. show. I Actually, I did hear the deals that fight. That was kind of funny. But I don't want to be tagged on any more of your, of your pods. She's the kind of person where she probably has, like, a rate and for... $5,000, she would be a guest on our show. Maybe not. She would be on for less than 5000 And I have to tell you something, and then I'm going to end it with this, because I think this is a fair enough spot in the intro. It's a long intro. It's a long intro. We've done long intros. Yeah. Come on. We had the horse racing scene, which I don't think we talk about enough. <laughs> but <laughs> celebrity deaths. Who just... Did anybody recently die? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, but I don't know. I'll, I'll say this. I, 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 love, I love Riley. Mm-hmm. I would have certainly wanted her to get her on the show. I love putting... You know, 
our hashtags on Riley. Mm-hmm. And I love the professional blowjob thing, the skit we have working on. I like it all. But I'm, I'm seeing, or I'm hearing about, I should say, not seeing, mm. just hearing about some scenes that she's still producing that it's making it tougher and tougher. What kind of scenes? I, okay, I just don't like DP. <laughs> okay? She won an award for DP. I know. I just, I, it seems to me, though, that as she's aging, the, the D here, mm-hmm. not of the double, yeah. but the other part of the DP that's D, is getting bigger and bigger. And a little bit more... Blacker? Black. <laughs> hey, hey, I just said bigger. I let the mind yeah. do its thing. But she, she they're just really gaping now. Yeah. You know, like, it's just... You do have to Because here's a, it's, the, it's like the thing with the skit where you want to believe yeah. that if you were, if I moved to L.A. and I wasn't married, <laughs> and, I, and like I'm driving down the 105 or the, to the 910 to all the things that Californians do yeah. with the highways, and I see a, from, even from a distance, I see a lovely ass and pair of legs and short shorts, tires on the ground, yeah. two blowns. I pull like over. Five, two, maybe. I pull over to do the honest thing yeah. and to help, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. And it's Riley Reed, right? Yeah. And you change her tire, and she's so thankful. And it's mm-hmm. not like she's going to be like, she's still a human being. She's probably yeah. going to be like, thanks for changing those two tires now. Hop in the back and whip out that fucking dick. It's not going to be like that. Yeah. But I would be like, oh, my God. And she'd be like, you want to, can I? I would stumble. and be like, can yeah. I eat a dinner? She's like, okay. Like, in a really cute way. Yeah. And then it gets good. Yeah. And you're like, I'm with Riley Reed, And you're getting, you get your first professional blowjob. And, <laughs> and have you had a professional blowjob? <laughs> you get, that happens for you. And then you, you know. <laughs> In a moment of weakness, yeah. you you go on Pornhub and pop in Riley's name right there, yeah. the, and then it, it's like, how could my dick, yeah, ever ever no do anything for Riley Reed? You'd have to assume no if you're the kind of gal who likes it in the butt and also the vagina. Having them both at the same time has got to be an incredible feeling. <laughs> it's a feeling. Like, you know, I've, I've never experienced... But those things that she's doing now, they're like meeting yeah. in her in her chest cavity. I mean, it's it's like, it's two snakes I'm just, I'm just, just, just meeting up in her throat. Perhaps she enjoys... I did actually hear... It was uh, somebody... It was a porn star on Instagram saying, like, it's funny, like, they'll do this thing where you, like, ask me a question, and people just start asking questions. Mm. And a lot of them, of course, are about dick size. And this porn star, I think her name was... Cadis or Candace, I don't remember. She's like, you know, it's funny, like, because of the films that we make, everybody just assumes that we're all after just huge dong. She said, in in reality, when it comes to, like, my, like, social life and dating life and in real life, I don't want some huge monster dick rubbing up against my cervix every time we have sex. So that we do it in the movies, and we make it look like we're enjoying it, but we're not always enjoying it. <laughs> When it comes to my partner, when I'm having sex for me, I don't need some monster cock bumping into my cervix all night. <laughs> and it was a nice, refreshing, like, okay, so I'm fine. Well, <laughs> you can tell yourself that. But, I mean, it's not... Point being, like, in the case of the DP, like, this has never happened because it would involve two women. But if if you were... I imagine if you were able to get a blowjob and have your balls tongued at the same time... Right. Those two feelings... Together would be. I don't. I don't think that's a fair. Incredible. I don't think that's a fair uh, parallel. Getting getting your balls 
licked on while you're just getting sucked on at the same time. I, okay. <laughs> to be clear, that's never happened to me. I mean, that's not one of these really? things. No one's mom did that to you back no, in the day? No, no, no. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I thought we had worked past some of this. We don't need to share every bit of personal story. I don't even know which one we're talking about now. I don't know. There was like three moms. There, there, there was a few moms. That doesn't need to be, like, the lead out, though. I don't think it... I mean, I've been sucked by far less moms. More non-moms have sucked me. I understand. <laughs> this is why you do long intros. Well, they could be moms now. They could be moms now. So, yeah, okay, that's a good point. So, hypothetically speaking, I probably have had more mom blowjobs in retrospect. Yeah, they're grandfathered in. They're grandfathered in. Grandmother but I, I've never had that experience, but I, I simply don't think that it's equatable mm. to one in the poop shoot and one in the, pr- you know, not the prune shoot because that's one of the same. But yeah. I, 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 you know, and here's the thing. And I, you know, I mean it. There's no judgment here. I yeah. just, I would be. It would only be my own insecurities yeah. of saying like, "Man, she took that dick. That's the biggest dick I've ever seen, and that went in her ass. Mm-hmm. And now that another one of equal circumference yeah. and diameter went into the uh, that hole that I generally you get to use. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's like, and what, like when they do the scenes. What if they're what if their boyfriend or what if they get horny that night? But they've just been working. Yeah. Does that not? I guess you really can't. Because I mean, honestly, if she like was like, well, I can do doggy if you want. But like, you look down and go, oh, what happened can to your we, asshole? Can we put all this back? It's <laughs> <laughs> like I imagine a scenario where you're just going to town and you're having a good time. And you're like, oh, oh, your asshole. <laughs> Yeah, all right, it's fine. It's fine. I've got it mostly back then. We're going to wrap this up, and then we need to get you to the ER. You're just doing your thing. You're fucking Riley Reed. Fucking Riley Reed. Put your asshole back together. I'm just going to hold it there. It it keeps wanting to come back out. I'm just going to hold it there. Actually, no, it might be kind of hot if you held it. Story to your friend the next day, the, the neighbor who's always been in love with her and now he's so jealous. Like, listen, it's not all that great, bro. Listen, it's not all fucking fun and games. Fun and games, right? You ever tried to hold someone's asshole in while you're getting it from behind? Sometimes your butthole falls. <laughs> you're like, what? What? Yeah, no. I mean, she comes home, it's a long day. You know what she's doing? Her asshole falls out from time to time. Well, at first I didn't think it was that cool, but then I said, you know, when she holds it, it's kind of hot. Wait a minute, you're telling me that sometimes she holds in her asshole while you're hitting it from behind, and yeah, this was the better outcome? We just have to go back to the hospital. <laughs> Do you stop and go? No, no, she lets me finish. I mean, oh, of course. The asshole's finish. already out. It's not going anywhere. I mean, an asshole's not going to... I'm not going to get blue balls over a prolapsed anus. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm having some of the best orgasms of my life. <laughs> Anywho, W-F-U-C-K! Bam! Sorry for the long intro. Enjoy. Holla. saying is do you want to do why don't you do what you just the build up you just told me because before 
before we go too far with it, I, I am saying I just don't like that kind of buildup because I mean you've got no, you've left yourself no room. Tell it so you have a big you little smiling prick. So he's got big news. I came here today. Yeah, you walked in. I walked said, in. I have some incredible news. And not only do you have incredible news, but tell me life changing news. Well, you didn't say that. You even went a step further than life changing news. Kind of. Uh, you, you said I would be at quote as happy as the day Vivian was born. Yeah. My daughter, who yeah. we've talked about on this podcast. And we probably should never talk about on this podcast ever again. <laughs> I would say. Think about the oversell you just did it there. It could be a slight exaggeration, but like if V is a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10, this is going to be like a 9. It's going to be right up there. Well, you know, I do Olympic style. So is it like a 9.6, 9.5? I don't five? do that. I just do whole numbers. So no, it's going to be. That's because your, your ratings game is weak. So, all right, let's, let's hear this news while we're. There's Scream 3 on there and Scream 2. I think all the screams are on here. Uh, there it is, the first one. Do you want to do the first one? I don't give a shit, but if you're going to do one, do that one. You get the the scene with Carmen. Didn't we just watch this? No, we watched Scary Movie. Yeah, yeah, didn't say a fucking word. So it's probably the same thing. It's Dan from Deadwood. That guy just shows, yeah. Do you want to skip Scream then and do a different horror movie? It's up to you at this point. You sound like the the food. We can't, for a guy who I know was, you seemed like you were hungry when I got here. You have no idea what you really want. I wasn't hungry when you got here. You did this because you ate McDonald's today. And I did that on Saturday, by the way. But I, it, at that point it's in my day, was it was working, a necessity. I was working with $5. What do you, what do you eat with $5 cash? Hmm. $5 and cash. And no time. And no time. Mm-hmm. You got to eat on the fly. You got five dollars cash. It's if it's if it's seriously five dollars and seriously I'm on the fly. Five, and you it's got loose change in the almost car. always going to be a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's with no mayonnaise and, and red onion. And you just skipping French fries. Yeah, because I could do like the dollar menu, but I don't enjoy any of their dollar menu stuff, with the exception of the bacon cheeseburger. Or junior, yeah, that's fine. I love American Psycho. We didn't do it last year, did we? I don't know. We might have, but it's still it's still a great, right, great for the, movie. For the devoted listeners who uh, stay, who tuned in last Halloween season, <laughs> we apologize if All, you've done it before. There's seven of you. But some of you are international, so that, that makes it worth more. Speaking of international, Matt in Perth has gone silent. No, he hasn't. Haven't he sent us an email. He did? He did. I didn't see this he, one. And look at See, Matt, <clears throat> don't listen to him. Your, your boy Laugh Man's on it right now. Yeah, he sent us an email last weekend or just after the last uh, pod. Maybe I, I, and, I did um, see this. It was very brief. It was uh, three it, it, it was brief, women. but he asked us to MFK, which I would love to do. So it was an MFK, if I can find it. Yes, Mary Fuck Kill of Laura Ingram, Kellyanne Conway, and Melania Trump in disgust. And we will, because that's actually a really, really good one. It's <laughs> a good one. I mean, and I we, what we need to obvious, avoid, but. what we need to avoid is some of that touchy stuff that we had with me and Laura Ingraham, Ingram. Ingram. Just keep it, not not uh, R per se, but right. we don't want to use any terms that make it seem, oh, fuck it. I mean, this happens every day in America now. <laughs> Anyways, here's your news. Okay. How Do I need to sit back? I don't know. How would you like to meet Ric Flair? That would be pretty, pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was at uh, the tailor shop that I sort of worked part-time for today, dropping off some shirts, and Neil, who owns the place, yeah. says, hey, check this out. Whoops out his phone, and it's him and the nature boy. Okay. I was like, holy shit, is this, when did this happen? He said, like, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It's like, if I'd been here 30 minutes sooner, I could have met Ric Flair. <laughs> 
And he said, no, it's cool. He'll be back. He's going to be back probably uh, either Wednesday or Thursday this week to pick up the suits I'm making him. Oh, man. I don't want to do that, though. Well, there was a guy. Here's my thought. There was a guy in the store also having several things altered. Okay. And he just happened to be there, you know, pants. He's up on the tailor's stool getting the pants hemmed and penned and everything. And the guy told me, he's like, yeah, like I looked at him. I go, that guy looks like, like a, like a, like kind of like an older Ric Flair. But it was Ric Flair. Went, and then, and then Neil said, you know, the store owner said, no, that like quietly, no, that is Ric Flair. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, I did a double take and said, but the thing is. He must be, uh, he must have come into some money. Well, he must be doing well. Well, what Hoyt said was he's got to be getting residuals from something. Well, yeah, and he and his his wife took over the business of selling, you know, everything Ric Flair. And the store owner suspects that he is going to be he the hard line was I need everything that you're making for me before Friday because I have something big I'm doing Friday that I'm wearing these suits okay. for. So the store owner suspects he's going to be doing something on SmackDown. Okay. In the suit. And Which is great for his business. Yeah. So he's like, he told me, since I do the photos and social media for the brand, he said, I'm going to text you when he walks in so that you can slide over with the camera and get some shots of him in the suits once he puts them on. I said, is he going to be cool with all that? And he said, oh, he's insanely cool. He took pictures with my other customer because he recognized him, took pictures with all of us, walked around complimenting everything in the store. He said, he's the nicest man like I've ever met. And I said, so you think he'll be cool if I take... I want to say, you definitely oversold this. Because, <laughs> I mean, it would be wonderful. One out of ten. On a scale of awesomeness. Well, knowing... I mean, I've heard that he's quite accommodating to his fans. And rightfully, rightfully so. Yeah. Um, so I'm not surprised by his, his graciousness. And frankly, like I said, you know, he's, he almost died. And, you know, he's, he's seen the flame burn out and, and be broke... Yeah. At the end of all, so I know I what know he's doing. I know that he almost died. My thinking was like, this could be the one opportunity for you me get. to ever. Yeah. So, Dad yeah. thought, well, have just Austin show up with you as your assistant. I'm like, yeah, but the the guy that owns the company that I do this work for knows a I don't have one, and yeah. b you can see it. That's my camera. Like, I don't need help to take pictures. <laughs> I could just put my hands at the end of the lens. <laughs> 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 Just I be, said, be I a said, natural. You could put it on my head, yeah. like I'm the tripod. What you ought to do is just find some pants that you need to make a little bit shorter or longer, mm. and just, and then I will text you when I get the text. You fly up to this. Let me ask you: Why would you not just tell your friend that your cousin who you podcast with this this was this would be a, a oh, major moment in his I life, did. I, and, and I that did. he will come in and shop or look around, and he will be courteous. I'm not going to be a fucking fanboy, <laughs> but. I mean, but you definitely oversold <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to Kirby smart it. I just want, I would let my hair down mm. and we would take a picture. And I might be dressed in, in, in a manner With that I might have the championship belt underneath the shirt <laughs> that just kind of gets slung over the shoulder at the last That's minute. That's the thing. I don't, he, the guy that owns the store said, he said, if we can make that happen, absolutely. He said, the thing that I don't want to do is overwhelm him when he's coming in to buy, to pay for his clothes with a bunch of pictures that aren't for social media. He said, and obviously your cousin's going to want to probably take a picture with him if he gets to me. I, I would. I would. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well, I mean, so my thought was if you happen to already be there as a customer, mm. just like the guy today was who recognized him, kind of, and then took a picture with him because he was accommodating, <laughs> it's like that's how it would work out. 
Or you could do your idea, just wander in, and when somebody went to you know greet you, you could just say like, "Yeah, I, was, I drive by all the time," and I don't you, know, you make some shit up about you know maybe needing a suit. Where yeah. is this place at? It's on Buford Highway. It's within it's a, less than a ten minute drive from here. <laughs> The thing is, I mean, I, I love you, man, but what an oversell. I'm going to tell you, when I went outside, I had like, because I, listen, because the scale of what, that's what I told you, you left yourself, it's like when you ask people, I love this, I don't like Barstool Sports, but when he does those damn pizza reviews, I, can't, I love to watch him because I have long done the same thing as far as grading something. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have it, you have to, to do it correctly. Okay. So if you say, if you give somebody a bite of pizza, and they're like, you grade that pizza. And they're like, oh, this is so good. This is a 10. Like, no, it isn't. You've left yourself nowhere to go. Yeah. What happens when you have pizza that's better than that? Because yeah. you might, and you probably will have yeah. pizza that's better than that. Yeah. Just so now wait until you try Domino's with the Parmesan. Exactly, which I get a feeling we might be grading some pizza tonight. I don't know. I don't know. But no, nonetheless, I, I, of course, that would be astounding. But it, it's also just probably not something... <laughs> That I would be. I don't want to meet Ric Flair in a. I don't want to put the man in a situation because you know they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. And a lot of the times that's a self fulfilling prophecy because the hero is still a decent human being, but if you approach said person mm. like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying Dad was an asshole with the Kirby Smart thing, but if you come <laughs> off like a little bit weird or you, they get any sense of like this guy could be the one that stabs me. This guy could be an American psycho. This guy could be. Patrick Bateman. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and now he knows I'm here. He this could guy's eat. got uh, aggressively long hair, and he's wearing a championship belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's awkwardly in this store with a twenty dollar WWE Walmart championship he's clearly belt. Not here to shop for five thousand dollars yeah. suits. He's wearing Nike running shoes. These suits. I mean, <laughs> it's like a, I mean, it just doesn't look right. Everything. Yeah. Everything about it seems wrong. Now. Would I be maybe perhaps in a parking lot after he's left your friend's set establishment and said, excuse me, Mr. Flair, I just, I don't exactly, now I'm getting tongue-tied even thinking about it. (laughs) I don't know what I would say. My first thought was like, I don't know how to get Austin here and it not be weird. So my first thought was maybe I can just like, I have to be there to take photos of Ric Flair, so I'm going to get to meet Ric Flair. See, and the thing is I'm having to tell Leah now because I went outside. I was like, I don't know what he's about to tell me. I just got to, I, got, I don't know what he's about to tell me. He's telling me, this news, this is what the problem was. Were you expecting the, cancer? No, no. Oh, yeah, that's the greatest day of my life. <laughs> I was saying maybe it was something pod related. Oh, okay. Where I thought we have not, I love our sponsors and we got, I actually have a new one that I want to push tonight. Huh? A friend with a new business that could Domino's? be fun. No, we always, we don't, they don't need our help. <laughs> But I thought maybe it was pod related. Maybe someone purchased four thousand dollars worth of lube. Wouldn't that have been nice? And we were about to split a grand. Not that that probably would have made me like an eight point four. <laughs> like, but V more excited than than Ric Flair, five hundred dollars. Honestly, probably. <laughs> but listen, just because one, I, yeah. we get paid, and that's good for business. Yeah. And two, it's far less stressful. It's a win, it's an instant win well, rather than trying like cuz now what we're trying to do here this is good pod. This is good pod cuz now what we're trying to do here is Ocean's 11 this fucking meeting with Ric yeah. Flair. I was like, okay, here's what we're going to have to do. I'm going to be in the parking lot. Yeah. I'll the set off a small is, bomb in the store. The thing is it's a little parking lot. So if you're lurking, it will be obvious from inside the store. Okay. Just, just a guy just pacing the outside. There's six spaces and they're immediately in front of a big glass storefront. You can see all six of them. And everything in there is expensive? Is that, is that what I'm being... Yeah, but you could, if you wanted to have a legitimate reason... To see, I, I don't have clothes that I would feel comfortable taking well, in there. Well, what I was going to say is you could buy socks. He's got he's got socks that you could buy. I'm a guy 
that showed up to this store to buy socks. <laughs> that's that's your Ocean's Eleven. They're the no-show kind. Or if you if you wanted one of these wallets, he sells these wallets. I don't carry a wallet, but this is I nice. Either. Check it out. Let me show you the trick here. I don't I don't really carry cash. Boom. Got all my cards instant access like that. And you just shove down and then you pull on that thing. Yeah, that direction. You can say, hey, my cousin showed me this wallet, and I, I really dug it. He said he bought it here. That's pretty neat. I don't know how much they are. I want to say they're like $35. So now, exactly. So now I've, I'm paying $35. Well, what is at, uh, let me get, oh, shit, here it comes. Oh, shit. Uh, let me get a wallet. Let me get a wallet and two pairs of socks. Wallet and two pairs of socks. Is that Ric Flair? Oh, my God, that's Ric Flair. You see my problem? You see where we're at right now? And then I'm like, man, Flair. And that's when I do become that guy. Because yeah, you, see, you see, I've been here. When I was at, when I was standing outside of Cami Cakes, actually I wasn't standing. When I was sitting outside Cami Cakes, in the old least Mercedes, feeling like a boss, fucking least Mercedes, what a bunch of fucking morons we were. And I, and I see Andre three thousand walking out. I mean, I saw the door open to the restroom. There's so much window. There's no one else in there. It's Andre three thousand. This is the my my guy, the musician I grew up to the most. Yeah. And he got outside, and I think, as I've told you before, I said, I grew up and love your music. Mm. Or, I, see, right there. If I, that sounds fucked up if that's what I said. I grew up and I loved your music. Well, when I was a kid, I didn't like it. Hey, Andre 3000, I grew up and I loved your music. Exactly. That's probably what I said. In my head, I said, when I was growing up, your all music right, was... All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, just quote his worst song back at him. But I, what well, I, and what he probably you. heard was more like, I mean, I'm using it. <laughs> like I farted or something, you know? Like that's probably what happened. He and he ski daddled and and I, my favorite I, did, I did, I did, like the, the other one. I did notice that when he took a right out of that park, there was some acceleration around the curve. Like we got to get distance <laughs> in case this jack wagon decides to like follow to see where Andre three thousand lives. Like butt ice and swisher sweets, get the fuck out. And so and that's Andre, <laughs> you yeah. know and. Rick's on another level. I know Rick's the like the ultimate. I don't know if I don't know if he's the ultimate, ultimate celebrity, local. but he was he celebrity. he certainly would be like it's something I've long like I I knew Rick Flair was at that title game. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure I was in the spot. I was I, I watched Evander Holyfield come in. Yeah. I was watching players come into this bar we were mm-hmm. at. It just felt right. Yeah. I was chain smoking cigarettes because I honestly was on the lookout for <laughs> Rick motherfucking Flair, knowing he was on site. I can tell you this: if you are gonna come, don't drink one of those fucking Synapse drinks before you walk in. Get or shaky, you, or, or you will get shaky and weird. Uh, uh, maybe let's not. <laughs> we don't need to shit on any particular brands on the show that don't deserve <laughs> it. Just fresh on my mind because I heard a commercial inside the. Savvy market the other day about about all the positive benefits from drinking. One, I was like, yeah, you shouldn't. Drink well, you're. I've I got to be honest. I drink them. I don't have what you have here. Mm. Well, and I'm not saying that people don't have that. I mean, so people's reaction to energy drinks are. You don't you know, have very like different. a pair of khakis that are a little too long and bunch up on the <sighs> rare occasion you have to dress nice for an event. Go in, and get yourself a hem. I don't know, the, the, Brent. I even gave you credit. The other day, in an unrelated conversation, saying, and the only good clothes I have are, are hand-me-downs from you. <laughs> I mean, the, the stuff I look best, especially as I'm trimming weight, the stuff I look best in is the stuff that you gave me. Yeah. Because I'm starting to actually be able to, like, get into it rather well, than blob thought. myself There's into thought. it. I know that the problem you have with those jackets is that the sleeves are too short. Too short. There's a thought. Perhaps you could go in there and get get see what they could do to lengthen them so you don't have to 
Nash bridges it every time you wear one of those. And they do that. I mean, that wouldn't be a ridiculous thing. I mean, where no. is this place? I, you understand the timing of this thing. It's You're going to get a text. On, it's on Buford Highway. You're going to get a text. It's 10 minutes from here. So, so I can, have to be in this general vicinity on what day? Either See, Wednesday ex- or exactly. Thursday. Exactly. I, I don't know the day yet. And I have, a, I have a work thing from 10 to 1 on Wednesday, so that hour is gone. Uh, you can miss it. <sighs> Here, see, this is a real son of a bitch. I won't know until I get the text because he doesn't – there are there are things being custom made for the Nature Boy, and once they're ready, then he gets an email says, "Hey, your stuff's ready." Then he has to come try it all on. It could be the same day, could be the following morning, but we know it's going to be Thursday at the latest because everything he's <coughs> ordered has to be ready for the event he has Friday because that's when he's got to actually wear the shit. So we know it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday this week. But there's no telling when the man's going to walk in. It's not like a doctor's appointment where he says, okay, well, I'll be there at 2 p.m. in the afternoon to try on my jacket. He's just going to come when he's available, which I, I doubt he's doing much, so <laughs> it could be any time of the day. And I work here 10 minutes from that shop, and I'm just going to get a text. Hey, Rick walked in. Come by with your camera. Let's get some shots. And I think there are multiple suits and shirts to try on, so it's not going to be a quick visit. And the store owner even pointed, uh, made a point to say that he was walking around the store pointing out all the shit he liked. Like, Rick wanted to come in there and, like, buy the place out. Like, I want this jacket, I want that. And uh, the guy that owns the place had to, like, break the news to him. He said, everything you're looking at is custom, and at a, at a minimum, if I rush it, takes three weeks to produce. There's no way in <laughs> hell or on earth that I can make you this jacket by Friday. Mm. So everything they're doing is sort of like pre-existing stuff that they're tailoring to the Nature Boy. Okay. I just and uh, yeah, that's that would be wonderful, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. So jacket alteration. You're there to buy a wallet. I, I mean, don't know. I, better you the, can the, the one the one thing the, the one thing that I'm thinking of since we're and I'm sorry this it's went from potable to not potable because <laughs> if they could respond with ideas, it would be one thing. And maybe you know you'll. This will be this will be released. Let's get his input on. Oh this. Jesus! Yeah, we let's save the Sean segment because yeah. that's a whole different beast tonight. Is he gonna answer when we call? Him? I don't know. I, I honestly, we can debate whether or not to call him if if you want. I want to call him. I need a. I need an I don't think we're gonna get from any the horse's mouth. Yeah. I, well, let's save that. But the <laughs> point being, I, I'm. I was thinking, <laughs> it might be interesting if you know. I'm a, I'm a dad. I got V with me, and I'm just dropping this off to see about some socks. And I need to see about this getting this jacket. And then I'm holding her. Mm-hmm. And then Rick walks in. And I'm like, oh. you know, and I'm like, Mr. Flair, can I get a picture with me and my daughter? Kids make it way, way soften. chiller. They soften yeah. that shit so hard because yeah. babies are so easily, you know, Ric Flair holding a baby and putting it on his Instagram with her looking so cute and maybe getting a woo out of her. I don't know. That's yeah. like shit that goes viral. It's a good idea, but now you're you're complicating the coordination of it all because you're going to have at most a 30-minute window to get from wherever you are to to that store before he's walking out the door. Maybe I just find someone stuff. else's baby in the near vicinity. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I borrow your baby? <laughs> I only need him, her, whatever. For <laughs> we don't have, uh, no gender. Doesn't have to be a gender thing. Hour, hour and a half tops. <laughs> We borrow your baby. <laughs> do you use the latch system for your car seat, or do you just do the seat? You just do the seatbelt. All right, great. Now we get it in even quicker. 
I mean, you could possibly do that if, if uh, you know, Leah's just happens to be around here with V, and you know, the, the thing is, is I don't know what time of day it's gonna be. It could be, it could be ten in the morning. It could be four just in the afternoon. Really oversold this because now it's gonna be a disappointment because you're gonna get to meet Ric Flair and you're <laughs> oh, gonna I'm have gonna the get pictures, a picture. and that's well, yeah, and that's just well, and I did fucking have, disgusting because then like I did have the thought like I a I could have told you about this and tried to coordinate a way for you to get there. But my first thought was. I don't know how we could pull that off without it being weird. So my first thought was going to be, well, I'm going to be there. So after I'm done taking pictures with the Nature Boy and he's been cool and accommodating, I said I could say, Mister Ric Flair, Mister Mister Nature Boy, sir, Mister Nature Boy, sir. <laughs> I can't express to you what a super fan my uh, cousin is of yours. Uh, his name's Austin. Could you just give him a quick shout out and then I hold up the video and he can give you a direct. He'd do it. And he would do it. I was like, that's, I said, that's more likely the realistic approach. But then I thought, but then you'd be mad that I didn't possibly. Here's the thing. Let, let, me, yeah. I, let me, let me stop you at the, ma- I'm never going to be mad. This is just an awesome situation for your business. For, for one, <laughs> yeah. in a serious note, yeah. Ric Flair wearing that company stuff. Oh yeah, I got to give him a business card. And you, you Ric Flair definitely cards. do. And then we start looking at Mick Schmear. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, if you got to meet him, and he was super cool, yeah, perfect opportunity to say, can I tell you about my podcast? Well, yeah. And a, and a, and a fictional wrestling character I'm writing a mockumentary about. The name would be Mick, Mick Schmear, because it, but we're like, we're not, this is nothing about you. Yeah. We, we're actually saying this guy is such a piece of shit that he wanted to emulate you in the only dumbass <laughs> way. But you're not the piece of shit. He was just an idiot, and the only thing he could think of was to change his name from <laughs> Mick Starlight. Well, if you which, which, I'll be honest, the Nature Boy would like. <laughs> The Nature Boy probably like yeah. knew a guy named like Rusty Starlight when yeah. he was out in the if Carolina recall, circuit. The, in the Mick Schmear origin story, <laughs> he chooses that name to basically force his way in as Ric Flair's nemesis. Mick Schmear. It's basically to get Ric Flair's attention and piss him off. Which never happened. And, and become like be, become the heel to Ric Flair's good guy, and Ric Flair's never on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> If we just got five minutes with Rick and a camera and we just tell him, like, this is all the mockumentary, all you're going to be saying, like, we're going to talk about <laughs> Mick, and you're, at the end of it, the only line you have is, I never met the fucking guy. <laughs> Woo! You know, like, I'd love it if you said, uh, he should have stuck with Starlight. It's a way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> right to Mick's face. He finally meets him and is like, wait, yeah, Mick Starlight. Love that name. What happened there? Mick Schmear? <laughs> And they kept calling it Schmear, and then you never changed it. Now we're right back into this beautiful state. Yeah, but I would never be mad because, and the reason, I of course am happy for your business. And I would let, and if, if some crazy thing works out, I'll fucking throw that jacket in the car and buy some fucking socks. I love socks. Yeah. So if people go in there to buy socks, and that's not a, a normal thing, an abnormal thing. He's got like obviously dress socks, but what I have bought because I like when I wear shorts and tennis shoes, I like the no-show sock, and he has this English brand of no-show socks. They're like twelve bucks a pair. They're not cheap, but they're really nice and comfortable. Mm. And what I was gonna say on the jacket note, in terms of cost, you you get there, you set it all up. I've got I've got trade arrangements with him. Like we'll do thousand dollars worth of printing and he'll give me 800 he'll pay 800 and we'll trade the other two and it's just store credit i have so i don't even think about like what it might cost to do that to a jacket we can work that out mm. when rick flair's not standing there right but i would still cap. not be mad at you if it doesn't work out and the reason being if i really really wanted to meet rick, rick flair mm-hmm. 
I would go to one of these things that he advertises where he's going to be at such and such con, Dragon Con, or Wrestling he Con. Shane's rib shack. It kind of <laughs> listen. I don't think he's like gone that far, but I don't think he wouldn't either. And I'm not making fun of the man because yeah. again, he 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 goes through a phase where he's drinking 25 drinks a day. Mm. He's killing himself. Then he almost does die. Multiple mm. organ failure. Comes back. Still broke. Not broke, but not what people thought the nature boy we live in like. Yeah. But now his brand is really taking a he's in a he's riding the crest of a wave right now. Mm. This new age that Australian pipe not pipe but a band that wrote the song Ric Flair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, these things his his ability to adapt and still be relevant in this day and age is it, to me yeah. more impressive than being the Ric Flair of the late 70s and the 80s. Right. And, and when he was on top of the world then, it was because yeah. that image was on top of the world of the, the playboy living his best life, spending more money on spilt liquor than you've made in a year type stuff. Yeah, and he's not being, like, ironically, posthumously celebrated no. like a Macho Man t-shirt or an Ultimate War. You know what I mean? No. Like he's, yeah. he's still very much alive and... and, uh, and but his brand is back, and, and there's rappers... That, you know, there's reasons that he shows up at training camps on for NFL teams, because that woo, that sense of Ric Flairness, is what these young cats in the league are trying to emulate. So yeah. I mean, he's still relevant. But I just, I mean, it wouldn't be mad if I didn't get to meet him, just because well, if I, I really, really wanted to, yeah. and I definitely want to. But I, I, say I don't. Mad, I say mad that in the scenario where I never told you, I just got him to give you a 60 second shout out and then sent it to you. There's a, I thought. Then that could have possibly made you mad that I didn't tell you that there was no. An I would to meet Rick love Flair. that. Like that would be a, a, a person. I mean, if I, if that's all I could get, <laughs> and I don't think you'd have any issue doing, he would have any issue doing it. Yeah, probably. But, and, and if he did, then they, you know, where's it all? But just had to throw it out there because he's the big. I mean, he had grew his hair out. All the not you could not. That's a fake. You know, and it's not true. But you could say he grew his hair out mm-hmm. to look like you did back in the '80s or whatever with the long blonde. Yeah. But not maybe, maybe go short on details actually. Because now it's getting fun. Like, can we send you? Like, he wants one where he can see your V and that collar. Can you just pull that, pop those buttons? Can you? Can you put this bow on? <laughs> you start pulling out fucking props like fucking carrot top. Can you? Can you hold? You can. <laughs> I don't need that back. <laughs> it's fake, but I still need it back. Um, I got a Mercedes I rented for like ten minutes. <laughs> Outside the parking lot, can you just like get out of it? The airport right behind here in Doraville, they have a few Learjets. Can it's we cool. just like, stand? Whatever I can't get you to do, I've got <laughs> Will Ferrell as Ashley Schaefer lined up to do like fill in, like from the side. So whatever you can't do, he's gonna do. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's the more impressive thing. I'll be honest I got with Will you, Ferrell on call. I, I, w- I know that would be, that's the dream, right? But <clears throat> I would be that would be more almost more fun to me. What's that? To meet. The character Ashley Schaefer. <laughs> just Will Ferrell did not breaking character at yeah, all, and you get yeah. to meet and oh, hang out with Ashley good. Schaefer that would be, be quite a thing. No doubt. Now, do you want to decide food, and then we, we kind of bust into tonight's real big... See, I'm not going to oversell the news now. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody that this is going to be the best segment you've ever heard, but we have some serious, serious questions. Yeah. Some of you already have heard about it on the Super Fan text line. If you want to get on that, let us know. Again, Matt. We can't really do that, I don't think. Not internationally. Not internationally. For some reason, unless he's doing it on purpose. We could do an email, though. For some reason. We could do a, a, some kind or maybe get it. What's that uh, app that people like use for WhatsApp. sex trafficking? Yeah, we'll get that, the WhatsApp. Yeah, Kristen even suggested that, like WhatsApp's international. I've used it. I just, when it's funny now, like, when I used it for years and years ago when TJ was in China, it just seemed like, you know, a messaging app. Now you find out that, like, people are, like, plotting revolutions and they're getting their news 
hmm. from WhatsApp, and is half the, the time it's not true. Is that how the Area 51 group got started? I don't. I never. I never have been able to track that story, so I don't know. But I, if you want to take a minute to figure out food, because I'm starting to get a bit peckish. I'm hungry-ish now, it's, yeah. and it's it's uh, whatever time you want to say it is. <laughs> it's 7:30. <7:30. laughs> <laughs> on a um, wanna, Sunday night. I don't ever want to say what time it actually is because I don't know what lie yeah. we're, well, there's no we're lie. maintaining. There's no, Alan is at a, he's on a company retreat right now where the leadership goes up into the mountains and all the phones and all the service goes out and they just have a, you know, the, the, the bosses have a, a huddle. So he's not going to get to listen tomorrow. Uh, he probably will get to listen on the way back. He's got a long drive, so he'll probably be hearing this on Wednesday. Spe- speaking of Alan, just as a tease to what we're going to get into, mm-hmm. you're afraid that Alan is a serial killer. Mm-hmm. But the more I learn... Yeah, I think the serial killer... Like that movie Gorillas in the Mist. Like The gorilla in this situation, or the serial killer, like is, you, uh, is not Alan. When you shared this last bit of news with me, mm-hmm. my mind immediately leapt to Frank Reynolds when he's covering himself in sanitizer. Yeah. When the just, city was unclean, just, I gotta mm. be clean. I have to be clean. Yeah. I was like, "That's, we're, that's what we're dealing." Well, with. and it's not, and, I'm, <laughs> and we're not trying to kill you with teasers, but it's like when you'll hear it, your natural and and perfect reaction is to have more questions, and that's why this will make yeah for a good pod. And we may or may very well bring on the the man himself who is at the heart of this issue. We don't know yet. We don't Can know yet. We'll take a safe sex, get some food on the way. We'll be right back. All right. So no uh, no airplane mode, no airplane mode mm-hmm. for now. Fly by night here, huh? We finally did it. Yeah, you want to give them the <laughs> give them three options and let them know which one we we chose landed on here. We ordered Domino's. <laughs> what do you mean? Give we didn't even. Options? I was just gonna say play a trivia game and see who gets it fucking right. <laughs> but we ordered Domino's. We ordered Domino's, and you didn't even get the crust. It's had me all jazzed up and excited. The coupon. That we were using Coping. to keep the price down only applies to Oh, yeah, we kept pizzas. it down all right. It's $12. We can split it in six. It's $12 Okay, large. now that we've paid for everything, it's $22.78. <laughs> it's $18.60. It's a $12 large. That that crust I've expressed uh, affection for only goes in a medium. Mm. So, And it would have cost just as much because I charged more for that crust. So we would have... Exactly, though. Because it's that good. Yeah, but and I don't. I won't know now. I'll just have the standard old Domino's crust. We're getting the pepperoni magnifico, whatever that. I'll tell you what. I am going to do. I I, I won't call it a pizza review, but I am going to do an honest rating Mm -hmm. of this Domino's pizza that's about to come. Because I've been we've been talking it up. Yeah. But I think if we're being honest with each other, Mm -hmm. I am going to be expecting a six point one slice. And I, if I get yeah. a six point eight or nine or something blows me away, and whoever and whoever's cooked the pizza over there today is like added some flair to the whoever's sauce. Whoever's cooking the pizza, you mean whoever's taking the frozen bread out and ladling a vat of sauce on top yeah. of it, and Maybe, then but you know, listen, just angry listen. throwing toppings on it. Let's assume you know. Have you ever seen these Domino's commercials? Some of these people like they're genuinely happy with their with their job. <laughs> That's TV. I understand. But there's like, <laughs> there are contests about who can get the boxes open the fastest. Yeah. They bring these people to like conventions yeah. and they say, this guy's the four time world record holder and pizza's made in an hour. Mm-hmm. And then they just show off this guy's speed. I'm sure that's kind of a lame thing. It's like that Dave Chappelle skit where the kid gets a job at Whack Arnold's. It's supposed to be McDonald's and he's supposed to be all proud of him. But by week two, people are just robbing him <laughs> and like beating him up for fries and shit. There's nothing, there's nothing great about that job. You're just. Like, when you grew up, no one ever said, what do you want to do when you get older? Like, I want to be able to make the most pizzas in an hour than anybody. I want to be able to fold the most amount of Domino's pizza boxes 
in 60 seconds. And, and then have that advertised nationally across the country. I want in my, I want to have a blue and red polo shirt with that says Domino's on the chest. And I want to have a little hat that says Domino's. And I want to just... I want to rapidly put together 60 boxes in 60 seconds. Let's talk about the film for just one second, and then we don't have to come back to it. We are watching... Um, we just missed, like, one of the most cool when he, when he, you know, when he kills Paul Allen, it's definitely oh the, the biggest... Patrick, where did you get that overnight bag? Well, I like that. My favorite line from the John movie... In the scene, My favorite scene from this movie, which, by the way, did we say what we were watching? American Psycho. Yeah, we did. American Psycho with Christian Bale. Uh, and Jared Leto. <clears throat> Jared Leto. It's really a, a great film. Uh... What were we saying about it, though? You were getting to a favorite scene of yours? Oh, the cards. When they're exchanging business cards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, let me see Paul Allen's card. <laughs> let me see. Let's see Paul Allen's oh my, card. Oh, my God. It even has a watermark. It even has a watermark. Like, all of that just... It's just great. Color. It's called Bone. It's called Bone. <laughs> Haberstram, how are you? Anyways, this is a great film. You get such good I, I think it's one of those movies, though, that takes itself a little too seriously and I think that people see this film and they, they like want to delve and say how like deep it is yeah. and how it addresses cultural the culture of the 80s and it's maybe it's never and, been what it was for may, me well you, trust me man <laughs> trust me this is just service level uh Good writing, good execution. But you know how people are. They they, yeah. they want to make something out yeah, of this. They, and not only that, they when want to fucking this, Sandra Bullock it. This came out right before 9-11. <laughs> what was that movie? So it's movie? like a, it's a, it's, what do you mean Sandra Bullock? The Sandra Bullock movie that you, the, the movie you said was uh, intellectual film for people who aren't intellectual. Oh, Bird Box. People want to Bird Box this movie. People want to Bird Box this it's movie. It's like, don't Bird Box this movie. Don't Bird, bird box, box less than zero. Yeah. Don't Bird Box this. Well. Brett Easton Ellis has, here's the thing. Has I, books and films you can do. Way deeper dives. Forget Willem Dafoe's in this. But I'm just saying, I'm not surprised because I think that the person, the, the lady who, I've seen an interview, the lady who wrote and directed, certainly was drawing on some tropes and themes of the 80s and this American sense of, like, it was a cultural gamut, really. I mean, she was addressing everything from racism, mm -hmm. inert racism, to the powers and be, the way the market, you know, what way the world we live in is basically dictated to us by these types of power brokers and how we... All these things. I mean, it's, she thinks it's deep. So then yeah. other dumb people, because yeah. she's not dumb, she made this great film, yeah. then dumb people run with it, yeah. and they and they turn it to, you know... Any, it, I'm not... Comp I want to say this before I tell it what I'm about to say. Get I'm a not, fucking job. Not, get a fucking job. Thank you, sir. You are kind. Did you get fired? Insider trading? <laughs> Little joke. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> There's just lines that are just, yeah, perfect. This movie made me love the song Sandra, Zudio. wash your asshole. <laughs> uh, don't but, just stare at it. Yeah, and the soundtrack's great. But I just don't think it's this, like, movie, like, much to your point, where we would find an equal... To me, this is just one you watch. It's a psychological thriller. Yeah. I, I ask people all the time, what do you, the ending... What do you think happened there? Yeah, do you what think, do you, like, has the whole thing been yeah. the figment of the yeah. imagination? Do you think he killed anyone, or is it all just scribbles in his notebook? I mean, I, I've always said that he killed no one. This was a psychotic episode. Yes. That it is part of who he is. That's what's scary. Yeah. Is that without his medication, one way or another, whatever the cocktail that he needs, mm -hmm. he might very... The, the, that's what, to me, is the horror of this film, is that there are Patrick Batemans yeah. that look like this, that live respectable lives. I mean, we've said on this pod. Yeah. I'm not really concerned with the guy that's, and this is not a hit on you, but the super tattooed guy who's big and muscular. How dare you? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the idea of who who looks scary to me is not a turban. Right. It's the it's my it's my mailman who looks right. as no, innocuous. No, I'm sorry. What? Right, right, right. <laughs> it's the it's damn it. <laughs> it's my mailman. And it's the guy, it's my neighbor next door. We have these people that I'm convinced they live about four houses down. And I, they were re, they were renovating this place for so long that I said, they bought it from some friends of mine that used to live in that in the house before they did. And I was like, they're still renovating y'all's house. And y'all have been gone for six months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, they had, that's a murder room. They're setting up some kind of kiln. There's some <laughs> kind of like flash furnace down yeah. there that can get up to 7,000 yeah. degrees. Fucking Kevin Costner for Mr. Brooks. Like, I got to have a nice studio for now, my there, place. I was like, this is some couple that's like, they're H.H. Holmes perfect yeah. together. Yeah. And they're probably not. <laughs> but I think it from time to time. And it, that's a scary thought. Yeah. Because your neighbor, the serial killer, is less likely to kill you. Yeah. They like to go hunting. Right. I mean, I, I, you see that now on these shows that are exploding, mm-hmm. the big like murder. I mean, this shit's everywhere. These, this this thing that you, we've been talking about since our inception with Kristen and that and that murder podcast. Oh, my favorite murder. That's yeah. it's insane. Oh yeah, those those. I think if those women that do that show stopped tomorrow, they'd be set for life. That's like, the point. Like, like they. And here we are but here's here talking thing, about buttholes. That, and you know what? Notes. And that's us. And we're and, and it, it's all right. Our day's coming. Murder's gonna wane. I soon. thought it was today. Murder's gonna wane soon. Yeah, and people I, are gonna be like, I want to hear more. about I'm outside holes. going six to twelve, thinking <laughs> we just got a real sponsor, and Brent's about to tell me, nah. we're, we're like these people said there's a chance we might be able to quit our jobs and do this like full time. That to me would have been a day on par with my daughter. That could happen with Ric Flair. It could. It could. <laughs> but nonetheless, that's what is scary is that Patrick Bateman is real. Whether or not yeah. this happened in the story yeah. is irrelevant. I've never read the book, <laughs> but, you know, Brett Easton Ellis is, is a very famous author. He wrote this. Right, right, right. I, let me correct myself before we get fact-checked. Mm-hmm. The lady was not the writer of the, the story. Director. She was the director yeah. who, of course, took some leeway like anything else. I the, One of the reasons... I've always kind of stayed away from reading the book. That wouldn't be the pizza this fast. No, we would have heard the... That, that was the squeak of a paper paper knife. Um, one of the reasons I never decided to read... <laughs> that was the sound of our prisoner down in the... Uh... That was the gimp. <laughs> Speaking of buttholes. We need more characters. We need some Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf type characters. So, <laughs> hey, you know, we can work on that. I never read the book because... They don't show you in the movie what he does to the prostitutes with the coat hangers and stuff. Well, it's just implied. And they leave that night. He doesn't kill them with anything. It's right. about inflicting pain. But, like, like the the one, the rent-a-hooker that he calls that eats the other one's ass, like, she leaves with some gnarly-looking scrapes and stuff, and you don't really know. And then when he goes back to the blonde one, she's like, I don't want to, I'm not coming with you again. We're not doing what we did last time. I never read the book because I was always like, I don't. I don't. I have a feeling that the book's going to go into detail, and I don't want to know what he did I to think, those women. Not to get, I'm having a gay moment here, and that's fine. In the world we live in, I'm happy to say it. I think this film yeah. kind of laid the groundwork for him as Batman. I really believe that. I think someone looked at his physical shape that he's in right there mm, in our homo moment you're, and I, said, this guy could be Batman. I'm not going to say I'm Wagonsy's positive here, but I'm, a, I'm close to Wagonsy's positive that after this film, he made The Machinist. Yeah, he lost all that or he weight. He lost yeah. all that weight. Yeah, I know. And then he had to put all that weight plus another fifty pounds back on to bulk up for Batman. Right, but you know how these like they wanted to do a Batman. They they're in two thousand they would have been looking around. What, yeah. That Batman Begins came out in like what two thousand seven. 
Yeah. So you think that's when it came out. So you have two years of pre-production. Yeah. And then you've probably got five five years of trying to get a script sold, who's your director. Some of these movies take so long to get I made. Would, I would not have picked her. <laughs> let's go inside the mind of, a, of, of one of the... It, it's not possible, but yeah. let's try. They don't... He, it doesn't matter what she looks like. She's just... She, it, but particularly, let's be honest, by street standards in New York, that's not a bad find. Your options really don't get much higher than that if you're okay. going to the streets. Okay. Yeah. Now, your high-end stuff, you're just calling a phone number. Yeah. And then show up at your place. And he can't... walk in like, not really blonde, are you? He can't hunt like that. <laughs> He's got... A, this. It has to be the streets. Yeah. Not really, not really a blonde, are you? Mm. Mm. All right. <laughs> What's your name? My name's Paul Allen. <laughs> it's one of my favorite... <laughs> favorite uh, voices to do because it's really not hard yeah. and you can do it with like when you read a special <clears throat> at a restaurant or something ooh the fried fish sounds good <laughs> I'll have that <laughs> you should for Halloween you should get a, a, a flesh colored bodysuit like what George runs in a, in Seinfeld and a chainsaw and just be naked and, and runners and running shoes and just be naked Patrick Bateman with the chainsaw why do I have to put on a bodysuit do you want to actually be naked it would look better <laughs> I think. Are you going to go out in public this way? The bodysuit allows you to be the character in public. I don't think anybody would get it. <laughs> you have a very nice body. Look at it. <laughs> Sprinkling water. <laughs> it's just so coldly calculating. It's really good. But that's our time we've spent with American Psycho. Yeah. Now, speaking of, and a great prelude, American she's, fucking... She's, get, she's, she's getting into that now. butthole. Yeah. But speaking of American Psychos... Yeah. We've had a we, some of our super fans have already kind of in the know on this. We we kind of we touched on it. We said this is going to be on the pod tonight. This is going to be heavy talking. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of opinions. That's not overselling. It's not. This is not me overselling. <laughs> in a, in a conversation I was having with you know not super fan no cheese eating Sean mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream Sean. Plain vanilla. Plain shop. vanilla. Plain. Not even good vanilla bean. Just Mayfield plain vanilla. Like the the, the vanilla that's got a little yellow to yeah, it. And it says ice cream product. <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the ten, not ice cream. Ice cream product. He probably still buys the tubs that you take to like little two year old parties. Yeah, and you and he, he insists on eating these with tongue depressors. <laughs> Well, that's already started. We haven't even gone down the path. So Tom eats ice cream exclusively with tongue depressors. <laughs> mother says, <laughs> mother says I have to have tongue depressors when I eat ice cream. See, when I hear it, I hear it like fucking uh, like uh, Waterboy. No, Mom, like, Mama like uh, Norman Bates from fucking. Psycho. Oh, okay. Mother, mother, mother says, says. Mother says. Mother says. I. Mother says the believe in God is for the weak. <laughs> Mother's, mother says I'm special because I'm tall. <laughs> okay. So let's get to it. Mother and then says we can... sex makes you unclean. Oh, there you go. So, so, we're, we were having a, I don't remember the context, mm. and I don't, I don't know how we ended up getting to where we got, but we were sitting in the office, and it was a downtime, and we were having a conversation, and I mentioned like, hey, maybe you should just pull one out before whatever. Just tug one out, then go on the date. Mm. Whatever. I, I, that could have been it. I really don't remember the context. I was like, pop up some porn on the phone. Have like, a- worried about a boner. All right, so we got interrupted by a phone call there, which I've already said could happen because we're currently not on airplane mode. So, anyways, you in some form or a conversation or another. What you, you the, the pertinent the pertinent the pertinent facts of this are? Mm-hmm. Whatever the context was, I said, just pop some porn on the phone, pull one out. Yep. Simple as that. Did not expect it to go anywhere after that. 
and the par- to paraphrase, because I can't give you an exact quote, but I can give you what matters. Mm-hmm. He responds with, I don't do that, and I don't watch phone- porn on my phone. And see, I know that right, that right now our listeners are hearing those words, and they're not understanding the look that grew on my face <laughs> when I was trying to. I heard the words, and they came into my earballs, yeah. <laughs> and they bounced around in the brain for a second. And the yeah. whole time I'm trying to rationalize what I just heard versus what I know yeah. about human beings, particularly human males that right. live in America and are white and have access to good phones and the internet. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the qualifications here. You, yeah. You're not qualified. There's no unqualified to watch porn on your phone. Right. So once I got that sentence in there, I, I said, the only thing, it was kind of like meeting a celebrity. The only thing I could get out of my mouth, what? What? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't watch porn on my phone. And the, he, the, if you knew Sean well enough, it wasn't so much the, the, the tone of what he was saying, more it was the delivery and the facial expressions. Like, oh, of course, no one, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't do this. <laughs> Very assured in his stance yeah. that there's people like himself mm-hmm. that don't masturbate to pornography on their phone. I feel like we should take the opportunity to, uh, what was, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, and I, this is not meant to be a jab at you. What was the thing that we did where we called listeners and they all were in agreement with me? Oh, yeah, the uh, the calamari. Yeah. I feel like we should have a conversation with Sean on the phone, and then prove him wrong and call as many listeners as we can, men and women, and just, yes, 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 of course, yes, what am I, a maniac? Like, just person after person, like, a small sampling of podcast listeners. Yeah. And to be fair to Sean, this might not be the best podcast uh, fan group to have. I was going to say, you've kind of put him in a position... <laughs> with our listeners, yeah. I mean, It'd be kind of like asking a German in the 1940s how they felt about Jews. <laughs> Chances are, you know what kind of answer you're going to get. Even to protect themselves, <laughs> yeah. they're going to they're going to side with yeah. the, with the tide. Yeah, but uh, it, I haven't. When I've mentioned this to people, mm-hmm. it's just right. Like my mind, really I think about Rusty Balloon Knot when we kind of casually drop this into the text conversation. <laughs> Because to me, his response was the, the most perfect. What was it again? He said, how else does one watch porn? <laughs> like, to him, it was amazing that yeah. there, there's, wait, there's another avenue? Yeah. Like, because I remember, but I, I, think- I, I didn't get to this. Remember, I was supposed to have, a couple weekends ago, I was supposed to have the house hotel situation. Yeah. The wife was going to be out of town with the baby, down in Florida. I was going to have the house. It got blown up because the parents needed to stay there. Mm. And that's fine. But it was like, even if I had had the access mm-hmm. to the house hotel situation, mm-hmm. and I had joked about having the volume all the way up, it's all on the phone. Yeah. It's not, we, I, I told you about that old disc I found. It was instantly boring and way too <laughs> laborious. I was like, oh, I like that scene. Let me, if I press this button on the PlayStation, it'll, no, 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 top menu. God damn it. And you're, just, you're struggling, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Whereas now it's yeah, like, all of a sudden you're fast forwarding. Yeah. Nah, no stepsister. No, I don't like that one. Babysitter's cool. No braces. <laughs> I've seen this one. She's just dad a lot. <laughs> this is, yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest bummer when you when you find yourself a new clip and you go, ooh, I like the way she looks. I like the way this whole this is going, and then she just says daddy a lot, mm-hmm. like, you've ruined it. Yeah, you really you have. You and I could have, we could have all had We could have had a wonderful experience here. Me and you here. and your amateur boyfriend, <laughs> we could have really bonded here today. But because you've just repeatedly said daddy, 
I have to pass. And then she gets an axe, like, fuck, she's got talent. Like, oh. the voice. You never turned around in your chair. <laughs> A porn version of the, it's called The Scene. <laughs> you never turned around in the chair. Well, you want to be on Team Austin, because I didn't hear any dads, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> But no, like this conversation led to like it's not just that he doesn't watch it on his phone. It ex- he doesn't it watch extrapolated it. Extrapolated out to he doesn't watch it. Right. And I my this, this I, is where what I think we should do. Immediately, I was like, "What is this a religious thing?" And there's like, "No, he's." And that's when I that's when I developed my new Sean character, who every sentence starts with "Mother says." Mm. Mother says porn is 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 bad for the mind and will make me objectify women. <laughs> Mother says cheese on cheese is bad for the digestive system, so I don't eat it because it makes my tummy hurt. I'm trying to counsel him now through the salad game because he's on the health kick right now because mm. he hasn't been feeling well, mm. and he just keeps getting the same kind of salad. I was like, listen, from a guy who's doing this at the same time as you, trying to be better and eating a lot more salads, mm-hmm. I was like, the one thing Brent is right about you got to mix this stuff up. You got to throw a sweet in there, yeah. even if you don't want the grapes or whatever yeah. in the salad, have them on the side. Yeah. So that you, and once you have that bite of that ranch, it's only ranch. I was like, you're gonna have to do something else there too. Oh boy! I know. It, yeah, he ate every salad. He showed me a picture. Like he, in his mind, because mm-hmm. this is a shit on Sean segment, and, and, and it's most pure. The form. The rest of the show is gonna. And be it's this. most pure form. <laughs> this is, and, and everyone knows a Sean. Yeah. You just you might not know as much, but you know a Sean. But in his mind, he sends me a picture of this salad as if it was a, a foodie post, like an Instagram via mm. text message. You just, I'm picturing just like romaine and a lot of ranch. But you could you like could see that there cheddar. was you could see that there was like some veg, but it was nothing you couldn't differentiate. And when I said, "Is this just romaine?" He's like, "Well, there's some spinach down there too." I was like, "Yeah, well, when you put 400 calories worth of ranch on this, I know that it makes <laughs> it more palatable to you, but you've yeah. just completely just." Unnutriented that's, that salad. That this is great pod. That's one of the reasons. <laughs> one of the reasons I stay away from the savory salad and go with a sweeter one because you can go lighter on the dressing. Because when you have that fruit component, it adds a you know you, you can go light on the dressing because you're going to have a blueberry at the bottom of the fork. <laughs> so like when you're biting into it, you're like, oh, this is a little. Too salady, and then that blueberry bursts, and it pairs no. well with the honey mustard dressing that you went. Well, what, what we'll do here it's, is we'll, we're going to we're going to take this to the source. Yeah. As we wait for the, the pizza to get here, so we don't have any delay mm-hmm. while we have them on the phone. That's a good call. But it, it's, and I, like I said, it's I, a real I, head scratcher. I, it's something because, like you said, when we, I was thinking of it in terms of the micro or the macro look of like thinking about the cheese. Yeah. And just the, some of the little eccentricities I know about Sean, mm. and all the things that we've discussed on here that yeah. we make fun of, yeah. whatever. And then you add this to it, and all of that goes away. Yeah, and he's not religious. No. So this isn't like a faith. He's not a priest. No. He's not an evangelical who's trying to stay pure. Nope. But I, I again, I do have like pictures of Frank Reynolds covered in, in hand sanitizer. <laughs> I gotta be pure. Like Frank, like that. Frank Reynolds, like I can't eat cheese. Yeah, I, I don't. It's it's again. You lose the cheese. Like the cheese seems now like such a small thing. You know, like I 
I this did, is so big. I, was, I watched Saturday Night Live. That was really good, by the way. It was, was, that was a good. I love, I love David Harbour when I saw he was. You know, I'm, we, so speaking of celebrities, mm-hmm. and it ties right into Sean. Okay. We were in a dog. He was, we were working together. He was fairly new, I want to say. It was over the winter last year. And we went into a place called, uh, well, we don't need to say because they don't give us any money, but it's one of these dog boarding places. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do business there, and we had our little thing, and we were walking out, and I was like, hey. And I said, that's that guy. And Sean looked, and it was uh, David Arbor, David Arbor mm-hmm. from, from Stranger Things. Yeah. And I saw Sean's face have a total fanboy because <laughs> he loves that show. Yeah. And he loves that guy. What's it? It's Sheriff something? Uh, it doesn't matter. But you know what? It's, Hopper. Sheriff Hopper or whatever, yeah. and he was like, and it, so there's that. And he's a big dude. He's yeah. like, he's six two, six three, a little yeah. overweight, and he's got this cute little puppy and this girl that sadly is unfortunately not very pretty, but maybe they've been together for a very long time. I'm not. I'm just saying. I, oh, David Harbour, please. please yeah, fuck. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying. He's in town a lot. He could hear this. Well, well, yeah. Next thing you know, he's on SoundCloud and just Google's podcast oh. with hashtag Atlanta. If he finds this, it ain't going to be that that gets him away from the show. Let's be honest. I'm a huge fan of his. I like his acting outside of that. I even liked the Hellboy movie that he did, which most people did not, just because he was in it. I yeah. like his Hellboy. But, but he has a very interesting history and backstory. Well, I just told him, I was like, if you're just a big fan, go say, hey, get a picture. I'll take a picture. And he, Sean, he couldn't do it. So on the way out, we happened to go right past him. And at this point, I felt like it was weirder that this six-foot fucking monster was acting strange. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I felt almost an obligation to break some of this tension. Excuse me, Mr. So Hopper. I didn't say that. I just yeah. walked. I, I, I'll be honest. You know, I don't like Stranger Things. Yeah. It's like me and Leah's biggest TV contention is that I don't like Stranger Things. And she thinks I'm nuts. And I tell people, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck off. I didn't think it was. Should I give it a full chance? Yeah. I watched the first three episodes and was like, eh. The thing that got me hooked into it was how masterfully well they hooked into that sort of 80s nostalgia. Uh, but that's what they did. It doesn't mean, anyways. We that's don't, what hooked me into it. And then I, I get got, it. And then I got stuck on the story. I get it. I get it. And, I'll, and maybe I'll give it another chance. But it was, it, it, as we walked by, all I said to him was, hey, man, I love your work. And he was, hey, I pr- really appreciate that. And it was, that was it. We both walked away. Mm. And I was like, that's. He was showing that that was really good. <laughs> like breathing heavy. I'm gonna do not masturbate. <laughs> <in the corner. laughs> oh, like, Sheriff Hopper. Sheriff Hopper. No, I like picturing a tense moment like that. Since he doesn't actually jerk off, what he just, he just sits in the car <laughs> and he just rubs the top of his boner from the root down, like the Beastie Boys song. Just the root down, but he doesn't ever go like tip up. He just rubs it root down. And then he stops and he just and he just waits till he gets blue balls and that's what he's really trying to do is he likes the blue ball pain. That's what he's after. He thinks it's some kind of exercise for his balls. But that's what I was gonna say is it's I, like your balls doing a five mile run. I, I like I almost yelled no at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> on SNL, when when the the opening sequence, when Keenan, when Lauren Michaels is playing Keenan's assistant, and Keenan opens the McDonald's bag and goes, "There better not be cheese on this." I almost like, "No, you don't make that a thing." This is what one crazy person in Atlanta does. Yeah, don't air this on TV. Yeah, that you want a McDonald's burger with no cheese on it. Uh, he wouldn't even eat a McDonald's burger, but that's a whole other thing. Well, again, I said this on the phone when we had this conversation that obviously someone who doesn't like McDonald's also doesn't watch pornography. They, I mean, 
Like to me, if someone those two things are clearly, clearly like, related. Like if you find someone and say, "Hey, do you do you like porn?" No, I hate porn. Do you like McDonald's? Ew, gross. Ew, gross. Like, that, like okay, like you're the picture that I could paint of you makes more sense now. No, do you? Excuse me, sir. Do you like pornography? Love pornography. You like McDonald's? Double quarter pounder, man. At least twice a week. Like that's how that conversation would go. Not like, no, I don't. And I also don't like McDonald's. Okay, well, what do you like? I like not pornography, and I like Whoppers with no cheese. <laughs> all right. All right. This guy. All right. Not my kind of guy. Ask you, when it's your birthday, what kind of cake do you like? Plain. Plain. Yeah. Milk. I like ice cream product. <laughs> don't even say a name brand. Just, I, like, I like ice cream product. I like frozen dairy products. <laughs> I like artificially flavored sherbet. I eat it with a tongue depressor. <laughs> Mother says you shouldn't eat frozen dairy products with silverware. Oh, well, I feel like I built it all up. <laughs> but we're, you know, and now we're just waiting for pizza, so it's just a, it's a waiting game. That's fine. I, I just have one question that yeah. I want to ask him as it pertains to this. I'll let you dictate most of the conversation. I mean, do you want to, what's, do you have any, you know the question? Yeah, but I don't want to spoil it for the listener. That's fine. If we don't, if he doesn't answer, then I'll then I'll obviously. I'll well, while we're waiting, let's do a quick <laughs> just just for uh, M and sake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Fuckhill. Absolutely. We haven't done this in a long time. We, this used to be a staple there for quite I, a few shows. I, before we do, I do feel like if we don't get Sean on the phone, we should call someone because apart, uh, in addition to not having done a Mary Fuck Kill in a long time, we haven't we haven't done any call ins. Yeah. So for some reason, we don't get. The one person we talk about on the well, show. Well, man, Banks had a nice little repartee on Facebook the other day <laughs> with his dumbass memes. <laughs> I saw some of that. Yeah. Which but, it was, you know, I, you know what, when I was done, I was like, what? Snooze. I'm just mad at me. Yeah, because he tried to engage on it, and I was like, this is a snoozer, too. <laughs> None of this is any good. Uh, <clears throat> Mary Fuck killed Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram, Melania Trump, and um, fucking Dogface, Kellyanne Conway. Yes, Kellyanne Conway. I'll let you go first. I'm gonna. Um, Kellyanne Conway's gotta go. <laughs> There's no scenario where I wanna do either of the things with Kellyanne Conway. She's fucking haggard. And Her poor. If you think about like, she let me ask you something. She seems to be void of I, any I, and all persons. This will be the only politics, and it's not even politics, but you know how her husband hates Trump? Yeah. Like, what kind of. Like is this James like a sideshow thing? It's like a James Carvel and whatever his wife's name is scenario where like he's a staunch liberal, liberal Democrat yeah. and she's like a fucking Reaganite conservative. What I wouldn't and give then, for some Reaganite conservatives these days. Can you believe that? <laughs> but Yeah, just, I mean, it'd be nice if one Republican was like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Russia. <laughs> like somebody like, like uh, uh, fucking... The politics aside of it all, I heard someone break down, like, the steps being taken by this White House are basically sort of quietly taking away sanctions from Russia because Russia's economy only works if they have oil. Right. And the shit with the Kurds and Turkey is, like, it's it all kind of, and shit that Bob Barr's doing, like, is that his Bob name? Bob Barr? Bill Barr. William Barr, yeah. William Barr. Bob Barr's the guy from here. Yeah. The, the, some of the shit that he's doing in his position, like, it all looks like we're just slowly helping Russia boost their economy and basically removing sanctions on them. And it's, anyways. Where uh, was that? Yeah. <clears throat> anyways. <laughs> Kellyanne Conway's got it. <laughs> There's no scenario where I'm, I'm marrying. I'd have to kiss her. 
know. <laughs> Although she could probably convince the world I have a huge dick. I was going to say, you got, yeah, you got to. She could be your biggest cheerleader. But I don't. I don't need that in yeah. my life. All um, right, so you're, you kill Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, and I, I'm going to fuck Melania because mm. I could videotape it because she already knows she's on board. Yeah, and I could rub it in his face. <laughs> And like my grandmother's and any other like old lady conservative who loves how, classy first lady how classy she is. Like yeah. every time my grandmother shares a a classy photo of our classy first lady, I'm so tempted, even though it would probably get me kicked off Facebook, to just respond with one of her nudes. I've done it before. So I'm gonna get you kicked <laughs> off Facebook. Showing the nude? Or oh, is it like, well, the nude. Well, all you do to get around that is show the one where she's standing on the wing in a thong bikini with a, pointing a gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's our first lady in a red classy. in a red top She's with a black thong, these yeah. thigh high boots on the side on the wing of the Trump plane, mm-hmm. pointing a, a fucking pistol. I don't know what, who was the target, but she's, it's just so absurd. Yeah, you could. There's so many pictures you could choose from. It's like, of course, the nudes would be one thing. Yeah, I just. I never, but can you let, let's I just play a quick I hypothetical. S- I start anything on no, Facebook no, no, anymore? No, no. Yeah, no, I know. But can you imagine? Just, just, just imagine. We did a lot of imagining last week. I liked it. You know, trying to put ourselves. We, we tried to be Patrick Bateman not so long ago. That that was getting weird. I'm glad we transitioned <laughs> off that. But imagine if during the the presidency of Barack Obama, just someone digs up mm-hmm. even an old college nude mm-hmm. from a class where she was a model. Where Michelle Obama was a model for a college-level artist class, like something totally acceptable. Yeah. And they find this young... Oh my God! Young like, Michelle Obama got got like a could, 1980s bush swimming pool with the evangelical rights <laughs> tears over the gross inappropriateness of a nude first lady and any like she shouldn't have even been nude like when she gave birth. <laughs> You'd be able to swim in fucking 700 Club Dick Nose. What's that fucking retard's name? You'd be able to swim Pat in his, You could be able to. You could fill a pool with your tears. And swim in them. And probably, like, it'd probably be good for your skin because of all the salt. Here's the thing. That hypocrisy goes both ways. But that particular scenario would be so sweet. Yeah. Because if you just don't... We have that. Well, I can go online. Yeah. And in seconds be fapping. Just just going to town on myself mm-hmm. with a nice nude Melania on my phone. Yeah. On my phone, to yeah. be clear. Because it would definitely be on my phone. Yeah. I... I, it's one of the reasons I look forward to the next cycle of politics when eventually there's a Democrat-controlled whatever or a Democrat president, and the right starts like, oh, he's doing this, he's like, yeah, fucking, you got a short memory, dude, because yeah. here's an example of when you did it, here's an example of when you did like, fucking, we can do this all day. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna fuck this stripper whether you like it or not because <laughs> anyway, we've seen. Yeah, she's the one that's getting fucked because I don't want to be married to that. <laughs> okay, but and then I'm marrying Laura Ingram. This is where I'm most. This is where I'm one. I want to hear this. Well, I mean, she, chances are she's got some Fox money, so I won't have to work. She, yeah, no Shep Smith anymore. So, um, so you know, there, there's that. She's not horrible looking in certain photos, so we could always. She reminds me of that character in Seinfeld where yeah, she looks good in some light. Yeah. That's exactly where I was going. We could structure our house to only have good light <laughs> so that there's never an awkward moment. We already know she's into butt stuff from what you said. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where I did not want to take this. 
So, uh, you know, I figure the cash flow. I could pretend to be a Republican mm-hmm. if it meant money. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, if it was all, if I had a personal in, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, just the, the comfort of not having to hold a job down because wifey Laura Ingram's making cash mm-hmm. and, you know, is on board with, like, conservative butt stuff. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way you're going to go. Okay. I don't want to predict yours, but there's no way you're not killing Kelly. <laughs> Just hear, hear me out. Just hear me out. I have a feeling mm-hmm. that Kellyanne is going to put that shit on you. I don't know why. I just look at that guy, her husband, George, or whatever. He's like this big, fat piece of shit. They're diametrically opposed politically. It doesn't make sense that they're still married. Like, how he can talk the shit and she can defend the shit, and then they go home at night and have a meal. Maybe they're the greatest political players of all time. I'm serious. Maybe they know that the way to keep them both relevant, because they're only thinking about themselves. Anyone that aligns themselves with Donald Trump is not one of these people that's like an absolute soldier for Donald Trump. They're right. there for their own for their own reason, just like he is. It's, it's pretty clear no one's there because they think this man's the greatest. They're there because they can ride the coattails. Right. So that being said, maybe this is a very well-thought-out ploy of theirs, but I just have to feel like they ain't doing it a lot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So my is I'm going to fuck Kellyanne Conway. Just the one time. Just the one time. Okay. And I'm going to marry Melania Mm. because I can just divorce. I mean, it's not going to be hard. There's no rules here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) If if you're married to Donald Trump, there are no rules. And I feel like she is pretty to look at. And and when we visit the child cages, she'll wear something cool and provocative. (laughs) Like, do I care or whatever? Like, how much FaceTime are you having to put in with... Not much. I mean, think about it. That guy doesn't... I I don't think he sees Melania for stretches at a time. I don't think he would... So, I'm sorry, we were interrupted by the pizza delivery man. (laughs) It's hard to be foreign. You were, it's hard to be foreign. Like you said, that's the quote of the day, because it, it really is. And it's, there's a no condescension from, condescension from us. If anything, we're rooting for, I'm rooting for foreigners well, yeah, to come he here nice and guy, drive for he, Domino's and show a work ethic. It just kind of, it's like, he took the wrong turn, he was on the wrong road, he could see us waving and still made the wrong right-hand turn. It's just tough to be foreign. <laughs> that's what I said. Oh, it's hard to be foreign. Yeah. But you were saying that you would merit, that you would... We're, yeah, so we're definitely gonna we're, um, we're gonna fuck Kellyanne. Yeah, and we're gonna marry Melania because, like I said, I feel like I can go long periods of time without having to see her. This is what she's used to. Yeah, I just wouldn't want to have to like have any run-ins with a Trump person. <coughs> well, I mean, like why, any any of them. Why not? You're now you're smearing your balls on Melania's forehead whenever <laughs> you want. Oh, yeah, if that's your thing. Yeah, you definitely talk her into porn. Yeah, because, I mean, like, what's left? It's like, we, they've already seen you nude. What's like, the one thing we could do now? Here, listen, Melania, I'm going to spray paint myself orange. <laughs> and I'm going to give myself tiny hands. Tiny, tiny hands. Tiny hands and pose. <laughs> and I need you to pee on me. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll have a wig. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so the only one left is to kill uh, Laura Ingram, which, you know. You've already expressed you want to do... In previous episodes. No, we need to stop this because we are definitely getting red flagged. I don't have it. This is all a very, you know, this is a game. Yeah. This is a game. Last time it was about doing stuff anally with her. It wasn't about any kind of murder. Oh, no. What it was last week was you were saying you you wouldn't celebrate anyone's death, but if she died, you'd have to get a <laughs> bottle of something. 
<laughs> I could sell it. Be like, hey, here's one for you, Laura Ingram. You know, you fought the shitty fight. You gave, you gave it your best shitty effort. You spun garbage. You spun garbage for a garbage man, and that's fine. And that's who you are. But uh, when we got, oh, this is your scene. This is what you want me to do? Yeah. Get yourself a, a, a naked bodysuit and chainsaw <coughs> and some trainers. This whole scene's just fucking stupid, though, because he's going to drop that thing. It wouldn't just plunge into a person either. A no. chainsaw is not just going to plunge no. if you drop it and, and it falls. End, the heavy end is going to turn right. It's going to turn around. So the whole thing is just absurd. Also, it, like, there's no still, neighbors in this building. Well, this, again, that's why it's more than likely all, all a psychotic his episode. Yeah, because like nobody's reacting. Nobody's like. Granted, if I heard screams and chainsaws and a, banging on my door in a in a fucking apartment building in New York, I probably wouldn't stick my head up. I'd be like, well, that sucks for whoever that is. <laughs> Those are some great New York boobs. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, oh, I forget about the, the blood. Like, I just think it'd be a funny Halloween costume. Just fucking white running shoes, nude bodysuit, blood splattered, and a chainsaw. I just don't think enough people would get it. The right people would. Yeah, but it's what like when I dressed Adelaide up as Gene Wilder from Young Frankenstein. But that the good so houses, many people the good know what good Frankenstein. They're like, oh my god, or Young Frankenstein. Perfect. It would actually be wonderful for V. I mean, she's got the exact same hair as Addie at yeah, the time. You can do it. But I was like, hey, you know, you don't want to do that. We're not trying to just be, you know, Adelaide's hand-me-down costumes around here. We're, we'll come up with something that's equally as creative. Yeah. Uh, but that, I mean, come on. Yeah, Straight no, through her. It wouldn't have happened that way. Not at all. And again. Also, where's she going? I, again, like where, it's like, that's a lot of cleanup. Yeah. And nobody's going to, Willem Dafoe's on his trail already. Yeah. Is this the movie where Willem Dafoe's gay? No. What movie is that? Boondock Saints. That's right. Which is what I was kind of trying, I was going to actually, we we're on the same wavelength today because that, that film is kind of on the same plane to me as this one, where people look at Boondock Saints and see something more than it actually is. Yeah, like a good movie. It's not a good movie. <laughs> no, it's but not. Not only is it not a good movie, but people want to overanalyze it and act like there's some, not hidden message, but yeah. some overall theme there that, you know, if you watch it enough times and... Yeah, for, forget the even the end. If you go time. get some beef sticks and some, and some fucking Fago and it's yeah. time to watch Boondock for the fucking... Yeah, I mean, just thirteenth time. Forget the in-depth conversation around it. The minute someone wants to talk to me about how great of a movie it is, I'm like, we're done. <laughs> I don't, we don't need to talk anymore. It's a fucking stupid movie. <clears throat> well, what we can do. Oh, here we go. Uh, oh yeah. So I hope you have your question. Maybe he'll pick up. Maybe he won't. Well, you need. I can't just lead out with my question. You need to explain to him why we're. Calling. He knows. I told okay. him. So okay. I told him you might get a call tonight. About pornography? About this issue, yes. Okay. Could be an orange theory, though. I know this quiet time, the uncertainty before. I doubt he'll pick up, because I think I shouldn't have warned him. Yeah, maybe by warning him, he's going to dodge the call altogether. He doesn't want it out there. <clears throat> hey, this is Sean. See, Sorry, this, this is a dodge off. technique. This is what makes him even more of a puss. Because like I I tried to be honest and say here's what we're gonna do mm. we're gonna talk about this you're gonna be a mate you might even be the title of tonight's episode so <laughs> it would behoove you and I even told him I was like if we're honest we've probably called you more, more than, than we've anyone. called almost yeah. anyone this is the uh, first person fan. we ever called. ever called yeah I mean you were the, the genesis 
of our outward going calls. You, there was a time when he was excited to hear that you were doing a podcast. Yeah. But he's never listened. No, he just, I don't drive as much. Except for the 45 minutes to work every day and then 45 minutes home. Do you have earbuds? Because <laughs> you, know, you don't need a car to listen to things. You can plug earphones in. Yeah. Well, well we the might question, never know. So now when he when he does the dodging technique, he's mm-hmm. opened this thing up. Like, like we can just treat him like he's here and shit on him that way. Go ahead. <laughs> the question is, as a fellow non-believer, mm. the one thing, like, I don't have anything in common with this man. Well, I take that back. We have two things in common. We share in a mutual disbelief in the supernatural, mm-hmm. and we both like Tropicalia. That's about it. Well, you're and you're both white and male. Yeah. And American. Yeah. So I live in Georgia. I can keep going. It 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 rattles me. Like I understand why some of my evangelical friends from the past abstain from pornography. Mm-hmm. I understand why maybe someone who felt like they were addicted to it, it was ruining their lives and they needed to get away from it, doesn't watch pornography. Mm-hmm. But even then, at least there's the there's the lure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're trying to stay away from it because they do really want it. Mm-hmm. I don't know a man, especially like under 40, who's not looking at porn on his phone. Mm-hmm. Let's. You want to try to call someone see if they can give. I mean, we can go. We can go to a, one of his closest friends, Who's producer that? Burke. Okay. And see what old what, he's right now. This would be a, <clears throat> a kind of an international call, because he is currently overseas in Honolulu. Mm. What time is it? Is it like morning? Twelve thirty. Okay. So he should be good and buzzed. <laughs> Don't know how I'll take that. <laughs> have to find out. <laughs> This could be. I don't want to. Isn't go. he from New Orleans? Don't they like drink all the time over there? Yeah, <laughs> it's an heirloom down there. A bad liver and cirrhosis is handed down. Uh, speaking of which, between the McDonald's and the pizza, I'm I'm the drinking over the weekend. W F U C K. The bam. Are you hey. are you asleep? <laughs> are, are you asleep right now? Am I what? Are you asleep right now? No, no. You, you answered the phone. You answered the phone kind of drowsily. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, it's you know the word that, that I'm not supposed to say. Am I on WFCCK, <laughs> or is this just you? Because it doesn't sound like it's. No, it's the show. <laughs> hey, I, I know where you're going. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Yeah, I'll catch it. How many drinks do you have there? <laughs> I told you it's just twelve thirty. Doesn't mean he's like gone full occasion. Yeah, but if you're on, if you're on a vacation, like why not just start? But this is like right to now? be to be clear. This is like a nineteen day. He's not. He's, he has no rush here. Right. He I'm doesn't have to cram it all. At Eleven a.m. for nineteen straight days. <laughs> like, if, if the producer of this show has that kind of coin to throw around, why aren't why aren't we taking a fucking vacation? <laughs> Well, uh, it's he, just for my ten percent too. Exactly. We we have a a scenario. We won't take up much of your vacay time, but it, we, we kind of already touched on it. Uh, you were you were part of the super fan text thread. Do you are, are we wrong in our disbelief of this Sean news about no porn on the phone and no porn at all? <laughs> I didn't see a lot of that, um, but yeah, yeah, I saw some. I mean, what wrong about what? The, the man says he, he, he says that he doesn't watch porn, and even if he did, he wouldn't watch it on his phone. 
And then the bigger we we said this off like off the podcast. The bigger thing that this really leads to is there's a good chance that this that means that Sean doesn't jerk off. <laughs> you know, I don't see how that could be possible. But, uh, he is a different kind of alien. We're getting into like some serial killer even... stuff here. Yeah, we thought the whole time Alan was the serial killer and that we were saving the world yeah. by giving him something to not just sit in his car <laughs> and drive around in silence in. But we're, what we're starting to get to here mm-hmm. is there's there's a deeper level of crazy in American Psycho with Sean. Yeah, like he could, for all we know, he has like a hot tub filled with nacho cheese that he sits in. <laughs> and that's the reason he won't eat it. Because it's for bathing. Or something fucked up like that. Mother says. <laughs> Mother says Jesus for bathing. So, I mean, I guess my, my point or my question would be like, not you don't have to, producer Burke doesn't have to tell us how he takes on his, his, his porn. You don't have to tell us. Yeah. But we're, we're not wrong to think this is a little bit fucking crazy. And that, and that his belief that this is totally normal and is probably right. the same for uh, uh, countless other men that's what and I, women. That's what I <laughs> And women. Yeah. He acts as if his situation is normal and not uh, – it's like Rusty, Rusty Balloon Nut said, how else does one watch porn? Yeah. Yeah. He's right. acting as though he's the normal one here. Yeah. He's so not like – and, and, and we, we, we had a new listener, Josh, explain it, that why is he trying to add steps to this process? <laughs> We, we've we've evolved yeah. to have these phones in our hand that can give us instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Why, we don't need to bring a, a laptop into this. Right. I mean, yeah, humans. Uh, we've we've done a lot of wonderful things. Yeah, and it's all the phone. Phone porn is is definitely near the top of the list. <laughs> Right, and I think the reason we're calling, I think the left man had said, like, you you know him fairly well, so like, you, what do you think? Have you have him? you ever felt un- oh, have you ever felt unsafe around Sean? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, if he uh, if he is a serial killer, he would leave me alone. That's true. Like I said, exactly, I said the same thing about serial killers. That if you live next to one, you're probably yeah. safe, real safe, because they're not going to kill a neighbor. Right. There's just a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's calculated like that. He's mm-hmm. not killing somebody he knows and getting caught. There's just a lot that starts to make sense when you think about it. Like you know, he he gets drunk too quickly, and then he wants to talk to you about why God doesn't exist. <laughs> and call you an idiot if you yeah. disagree in any manner. Yeah. You morons. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's not putting cheese on anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, the perfect Bible version of God. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's, he asked the first question so sweetly, though. Just tell me. like, Just tell me what you believe. Oh, that's what you believe? You fucking idiot. Uh, sounds so open-minded when he's asking. Well, you know, let's have deep conversations. Oh, you believe in God? You're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, mother says belief in God is for the weak. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, well uh, yeah, you ha- carry on with the show. I can't be helping this. No, no, well, it's fine. We we actually, I mean, we you, you were bumped down. You were Plan B, but I made a mistake this morning. <laughs> you shouldn't have told me. I'd I, at least find out. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, you still will. But <laughs> I I told Sean this morning that it was a good, a very high probability that. The title of this, uh, well, that and the title of the episode is probably going to have his name in it somewhere. Something to do with Sean and Yeah, Yeah, because we just can't. It's unfathomable. And now I think he he dodged the call because he doesn't, 
he doesn't want to justify this position. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. So I think, and I think last thing we'll say, do you remember the calamari conversation and how wrong I was? Uh, yes. People love calamari. Well, this is that on a much wider scale. I'm, I'm not the wrong one, though. No. But, yeah. <laughs> it was like seven to two on calamari. Oh, it was higher. It was like, it was like, it was like, one, <laughs> yeah. sure it was like eight to a half. <laughs> The only no was Rusty, and Rusty only said no because he's never had it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll do a Rusty word of the day. Anywho, thank you, Professor Burke. Enjoy Honolulu. Professor Burke. Oh, you know, oh, Professor Burke. Shit. All right, yeah, Professor and Producer Burke. We'll roll it in. See you later, buddy. I got a promotion. See you later, buddy. I, mean, I, I think we just, to say we did, we should try and call Sean one more time. I mean, I think he's going to know. But, man, yeah, I just, I don't know. We gotta. You just want to get one more thing, huh? Yeah, just one more. And then if you want, we can call every listener on your phone and we can ask <laughs> if they watch porn on their phone. <laughs> or just, do you watch porn? Yes. <laughs> on your phone? Yes. Thank you. We can call women. I know. Uh, this has to be selective. <laughs> well, Who would we, sister? No, no. <laughs> I feel like Macy would be like, oh, we haven't called you in 30 episodes. Do you watch porn on your phone? <laughs> Yeah, this is calculated. Mm, yeah, maybe telling him was a bad idea. It was a bad idea, but I thought it would be, you know, I don't want to shock you. I don't want to, you know, because I want to talk about this. Yeah. I'm not here to be the shock jock. Right. I'm here to say I need to understand this. Yeah. We need to have like a Howard Stern level conversation. Yeah. And yeah. The way Howard, like, you know, you know what would be great about Howard is this would not die. This would be an hour long, yeah. hour and a half long conversation. And it would span shows. Like, it would come back. Because, like, in a Howard Stern scenario, if you ever, like, <coughs> see his studio, he's got, like, every friend and former participant in all of his different radio show iterations. They all have a corner in the studio. Hmm. Like, Jackie the Joke Man's over here, and Robin's over there. Well, and not anymore. Not anymore, but, like, in that old iteration, like, he had, like, seven people, like, stationed that he could pivot to. The Sibian was always ready. Yeah, and so, like, if we were ever, like, famous enough, like, we could have a big studio, and we could have Producer Burke actually behind some glass yeah. in ladies' underwear. Mm-hmm. You know, we can have RBK there to monitor the word to fucking RBK be taking notes because he makes better intros to the yeah. written intros to the shows than I do. I, I don't know what VPH is doing. He, he's he's there. like vaping in a corner. <laughs> but we would have people stationed there, and even if we had to do it by force because we offered to pay him, Sean would have to be there. Yeah. So that we could like whenever a subject came up, we could pivot and be like, "What do you What do you think about this?" Well, the thing is, he would be wonderful for content. Oh yeah, he'd be great. He'd, he'd, and not because of the crazy stuff either. Because believe it or not, we shit on Sean a lot because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a famous segment now. Yeah. But he's got a lot of interesting things to say and are often sometimes very illuminating. But it's just when it's when it's packaged up in a big ball of shit, you know, if you're looking at a massive – it's like that pile of shit from Jurassic Park. This is the greatest metaphor I've ever come up with. Yeah, that's a big pile of shit, right? <laughs> but somewhere in there, if you if you dig around enough, yeah. there's a few gold, t- gold gold nuggets in there. You just have to dig through the shit. You got to put those gloves on that go up to your fucking elbows, mm-hmm. and you got to wade into some shit. And if you have the patience, it's you entertaining. You sure to wash your hands, though. <laughs> yeah. Before you eat anything. <laughs> maybe we maybe is there a chance we could get them here live in mm. person to just 
to just do a thought. If you if you think we could get him here live after he's dodging these two phone calls <laughs> without him having some suspicion, <laughs> you know, because think about it. If he was if he was to come here live, he would then be the original call in co- uh, ho- um, guest. Guest. Yep. And the original in. In studio guest. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's panache. Yeah, we got people willing to fly to Australia to be in the studio <laughs> if, if presented the right way. From Australia. From right? Australia. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking out loud. Like, if you were to couch it in such a way as like what you just said, like you have thought provoking notions every <laughs> once in a while, and yeah, it, we would have to bait and switch him. It, it would have to be <laughs> a situation where it's like we know we're going to be talking about sports, and then we're going to talk about this, and mm-hmm. we 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 want to get our first. Our first call-in guest to be our first in-studio guest. Yeah. That way you're selling the symmetry. Yeah. And then when he gets here, you're like, all right. So, yeah, we had some sports this weekend, but we need to talk about masturbation. (laughs) And as it pertains to the phone. Yeah. We need to get that out of the way. (laughs) Because I don't know how the Australians do it. Listeners are dying to know. I don't know how a modem Joe, what, what medium he got his porno from. He didn't have to, I guess. Yeah, if you're modem Joe... It's Every real, day is a porn. It's real life. Yeah. Like, you kiss. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you. Blonde one. <laughs> Black one. They had, like, weird ass. Yes. Mariosa. Anhara. I felt like, I felt like the, every every one of the girls was named after a, a spell from Harry Potter. <laughs> Rayosa. <laughs> you and Liviama. That was just stupid. Yeah, you like, you two. You two kiss. <laughs> you you lick my taint. <laughs> oh, God. A modem Joe taint. Warty, sporadic hair. Title of the episode. A modem Joe. <laughs> yeah, Sean just got a reprieve. <laughs> a modem Joe taint. <laughs> Our first guest. Here he comes, a modem Joe Tank. Get him in here. Producer, look how excited Producer Burke's getting. He is visually getting excited. That's the problem when you wear teeny tiny underwear in the studio. A modem Joe Tank, that thing's got some skin tags. <laughs> a little doo-doo crust. Is that a birthmark or some doo-doo crust? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Come on in. <laughs> Crust, Don't forget the baby powder. That'll clear that right up. I would recommend Gold Bond, but let's be honest, you got a lot more bigger battles to be fighting right now. Fucking face hurts. A modem Joe Tate. The Gooch. I like that one better. It sounds like a movie. Mad Max 2. The Gooch of a modem Joe. Birthmark for <laughs> <laughs> you know, it looks like a powdered donut. You know they don't have toilet paper <laughs> in the fall. Terrible news, by the way. And you can't waste water. I, uh, I, I, I did one of the dumb things that men can do from time to time. And when you don't calculate price and you're not using your brain and you're in a grocery store... And your wife tells you you need toilet paper, and you look like, oh, I know Scotts, that looks good. Oh, it's on sale. And you get home with 48 rolls of one ply toilet paper. Mm. I mean, this shit is thin. This is not like Hartsfield Jackson Airport thin. Yeah. Where I'm I'm convinced there's a small team <laughs> of people just did a, taking good toilet paper and breaking it down. Yeah. Into four, it's like cutting cocaine <laughs> with toilet paper for the Hartsfield Airport. 
Which, by the way, I was in there last week, and I don't think... Just because? Uh, no, picking up Leah. Oh. I don't think there is a bank or a unit, I don't know what term you want to use, of, of toilets that take more abuse with as much regularity. You, I went in there. Not I had, even a varsity bathroom? No, no, not even <laughs> close. I mean, think of the, fl- think of the flow of yeah, people. Yeah. But I, I, I was, it's, for me, Leah calls it suction. The airport is one of those places where the minute I cross through those double doors, I have to take a shit. Mm. It just is what it is. And maybe it's like my body's thinking, oh, fuck, we're about to get on a plane. Yeah. But I got in there, I was like, ah, ah. And I could feel it was going to be like a hot one. It wasn't going to be one where I could pinch and hope to, yeah, to make... It's kind of like the opposite of like if you have to shit, but you also have a six-hour drive, and so you get in the car with the intention of stopping to shit, but your body has gone, well, we can't shit now. Yeah. And before you know it, it's been four hours, and you're like, oh, it went away, and now you know you're on the mm. road to some constipation. Yeah, and some trouble. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I went in there, and I'm not, without being, this is not for graphic sake or, you know, whatever, but it's just, you hear every type of poop. Yeah. In that bathroom. You hear the guy that's healthy and on Metamucil dropping water-plopping turds Mm -hmm. that are probably really pretty little stacked-up turds in that toilet. And then you hear – I I was going to add an ethnicity to this, but that's not fair. (laughs) Even though you know it's true. You've seen everyone going into that restroom. You know it's like fucking Noah's Ark. It was one of every type in there. And you know you can tell the diets of some countries are just doing – ravaging work on yeah. the insides of some people. So like I said, you can hear the crisp, clean poop. If, you can also yeah. hear the poops where the guys are waiting for that loud rush of toilet water so they can just unload. Yeah. Rather than, because some, <clears throat> I can't speak for you, but I can speak for me. <laughs> if it's real quiet in there, I try to keep it a piecemeal thing. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I, if it was a, a fucking emergency, you're going to hear it all. Yeah, when it's coming out, it's coming out. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to meter because you have a little control, <laughs> I believe one of the earliest observational <laughs> comedy jokes I made on this podcast was that men fart with abandon in the airport bathroom. <laughs> like, no other, like, I, I was just at the movies last night. We took the girls to see the Adams Family cartoon. And, like, it's relatively, like, everybody keeps your distance and everybody's farting at the urinal. You go to the airport bathroom, it's just farts with abandon. Mm-hmm. Well, they're getting, out, they're getting off or on a plane. Yeah, like the There's no, that's what I'm saying. There's no rules in there. Yeah. It's, That's why Republican senators are tapping their toes, hoping to get a little head from a teenager <laughs> in the airport bathroom. Uh, we would go, we would go that route. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it was it was quite a scene. But uh, that's enough for the uh, airport bath. That's all I had for my <clears throat> airport bathroom humor. By the way, Adam's Family cartoon, big letdown in the kids' it, animation department. It made money. I'm sure it did. The thing about like the kids' animation that comes out now, like nine times out of ten, if it's a decent studio, <laughs> they've structured the film to be at the very least tolerably entertaining to the parents that are sitting in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but whoever did this one was just like, eh, it's just fucking... They shit out a movie. They were like, kids don't know. Yeah. It doesn't have to be good. It's the same, whoever did the fucking Ugly Dolls movie, that's the biggest hot piece of kid garbage. I don't know that one. I'm really not looking forward to that aspect. I'm looking forward to being able to go to a movie theater again. Well, but, like, and like, I've been, to be fair, I have been to a movie theater, but... Like, taking them to see Toy Story 4 however long ago, that was fine. I fucking, I saw Toy Story in the theater as a kid. That movie came out in the fucking, like, mid nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, so, like, <clears throat> like, yeah, I'm going to take you to see fucking Toy Story 4. It's, like, the, it's Pixar's, like, 
claim to fame, essentially, and it was good. We want, you know, not on. It's on point in that it's a movie. But I want to give a shout out. I almost, I think I did start start out on a Facebook post about it. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a little high last night, and Galaxy Quest comes on, and I start it. I start it from the beginning. And I start the movie, and I've probably seen that film twenty times. No joke. And I'm, I'm, I'm about halfway into it when I did. It just hits me. This is, for I mean, for lack of a better term, the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, it's got literally everything. The timing is on point. The jokes, the writing is impeccable. The, yeah. the me and Sean, I told Sean today. He he was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's aging better." Yeah. Than you know, it it's better now because of the content than we it was there. Need your help, right? And. <laughs> But I'm saying, as far as it pertains to that kind of like Rainy hero worship, yeah, I know hero worship, uh, uh, and the, the whole Comic Con aspect. Mm-hmm. Th- that movie, I mean, there's people that go to Comic Con now dressed mm-hmm. up as characters from a movie make that essentially makes fun right. of that culture. Right. But beyond all that, and how cool and how great the movie is, even just from a writing standpoint, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell in 1999. Yeah. The guy wins like an Academy Award a year now. <laughs> Seriously. Regular a menthol. Regular a <laughs> Love it. We're probably like the, a handful of dudes that still remember that Sam oh Rockwell. God, if we ever ever get to meet Sam Rockwell. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, none of the lines regular, from any. Regular a menthol. Can we take a picture? Yeah. But, I mean, Sigourney Weaver, Alan Rickman. Uh, mm. Take away. I know that like the, the big thing with these days is politics because that's stupid. I don't care if you're right or left. If you're a good actor and a particularly Tim oh, Allen, yeah, I'm all about it. We've established like you've been Kurt Russell. Who gives? Yeah, a shit? Who gives a shit? If you're a awesome. good actor, yeah. you're the Santa Claus for the love of Pete. Plus, you shouldn't have done the plus, other two, but the first one was really good. <laughs> plus Tim Allen almost did life in jail for fucking trafficking cocaine. Yeah, in the, the guy's a badass. He's got a great backstory. Just because he's a right wing kind of guy I look now. Forward to the Halloween episode of Home Improvement. Every fucking year. Why? Because it was always like I know it was their best and most looked well, forward. That to. was the thing. Like TV, I had this thought the other day. Like maybe it's because I watched a lot more kid or family friendly TV as a kid. But I feel like when I was five to thirteen, it you knew it was Halloween because everything on TV was so Halloween heavy. Like, just Halloween shit everywhere. Halloween specials of every big show. Mm-hmm. Fucking Nickelodeon's doing Halloween. Well, they would do the, the, the 30 Days of Halloween yeah, on just, ABC I Network. I, I don't feel like anybody really is nailing the fact that it's <clears> any <throat> holiday the way they did back in the day. Probably because of social media and shit like that. We're not... Like, well, now they just... they What I think... And this is even better pod material. But what they're doing now <laughs> is just... They've condensed it. And they just show the things that they know people want to see. So... You know you're gonna have 15 opportunities to see Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah. Every second night. Yeah. You know you know that they're gonna show you at Christmas. You're gonna see the same Drek. You're gonna see not Drek because I love it, but you're gonna mm. see Tim Allen and Santa Santa Claus. Yeah. You have the 24 hours of a Christmas story. Yeah. You, now what Which I hate the most. Very what I hate them. I love it though. It's Just good. I love the tradition of watching it once that night, yeah. knowing that it's gonna be on if you want to catch it later it's while you're opening presents. I get it. We don't need to go. Painfully overrated. I don't think it's that overrated. It's we don't, we don't need to have a, this conversation. We just don't. We're already doing. We're already doing theme-related movie <laughs> analysis right now. But we still gotta get back what, to what, I, what I don't, yeah, I will. But what I don't like in the Christmas genre is that they've taken Christmas Vacation mm-hmm. and turned it into a PG movie. 
They show it on the, on the yeah. on that free form network. They show it mm-hmm. on TNT, mm-hmm. and it's got none of the stuff yeah, that makes that movie good. If you're watching Christmas Vacation and you don't see Cousin Eddie's dong through his blue leisure suit, yeah. you're not watching <laughs> Christmas <laughs> If you can't, if they have to edit Shitter is Full, then you're not watching yeah. A Christmas Story. But, Merry Christmas! So, Pepper I, 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 I was just halfway through Galaxy Quest, and I was like, this is just... I've known how much I've loved it. Mm-hmm. I know that I always have to watch it, but it might be one of my highest rated films of all time. It's a good one. And Sean was like, give me a number because he understands my scale. And I was like, honestly, it's like a 9-3. It's mm-hmm. insanely good. Yep. And I was like, I don't have like movies that I love higher than this. I, I love, well, I love, listen, I like Reservoir Dogs. I like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I don't have either of those movies cracking an 8-4. Yeah. I think an 8-1 is a great film. A 7-9 is a good film. Mm-hmm. You know, Anything in the sevens is basically me saying, I would watch it again. I'm not going to watch it a million times, but I'd watch it again. Yeah. Knowing everything I know about the movie. Because like you, unlike most people, I can watch a film and know, you know, lines that first go. I've memorized it. I know. I don't forget and come back to a movie 10 years later and be like, I don't remember what happened here. Yeah. I know what happens here. Yeah. Uh, so anything in the sevens, yes. Well, but, I mean, that movie is just a cr- – it's got such subtle good lines. The guy who is the best character, <laughs> Rockwell. Yeah. You know, he's the one when they're on that little planet and the little cute little beings are running around. And like, Those are the miners, you know. He's like, and they're like, oh, they're so cute. And he's like, get the fuck. He's like, did you ever watch the show? In a minute, they're going to go crazy and they're going to do something mean. And you know, like, he knew exactly what was coming. And when they see the little crippled one that's got the hurt leg crawl over yeah. and they're like, oh, look, they're helping him. And then they just jump and rip into shreds. <laughs> so he's they're cannibalizing their yeah. weakness. Yeah. And then you see when they're all running away and Sigourney Weaver says, we got to get out of here or they're going to kill Guy. <laughs> it's just, that is such clever writing. Yeah. And it's just so subtle. Yeah. But it's, it's such a good movie. And I was trying to think, like, I don't, I... It, you'd have to ask me about a certain picture for me to rate it, but that, I was like, that's got to be one of the most highest-rated films I've Where ever you seen. Put Lebowski. Oh man, see that's in the nines now. Because yeah. now you're throwing up. Those are heavy hitters. Yeah. Like Lebowski is probably in that nine three nine four range. Where do you put Forrest Gump? Great question. It's a, it's a very good eight one. Okay. It could see you said overrated to Christmas Story, and I would hear that out one hundred ten percent. I'm not saying Forrest Gump is overrated. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it's overblown. And it, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, it doesn't have this powerful, like I, I saw it when I was a kid, but I don't relate to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. You know? The history they were showing was things I'd learned, and, but I had so many questions. Uh, why doesn't Forrest have, and I know there's a whole subculture of this, but surely he has AIDS too, right? He, I mean, she didn't just catch the HIV later. Well, you don't necessarily get AIDS, like, from... I'm just saying they left a fairly large plot hole that they can try to spin and say that they didn't. Oh, Little Forest. I thought you meant... Well, he could, yeah, he should have AIDS, too. Little Forest. Or at least HIV. Well, she could have gotten it after, too. I mean, she, Jenny was moving around. Yeah, but there's, I mean, that's true. We really don't, we really don't know. (laughs) I guess that's what they're saying. In the wake of labor, she could have easily gotten it. Well, between that one night stand, and then she goes off and disappears, and he starts running. Going in front of the water slide line. I got the AIDS. Not the gay AIDS. (laughs) Not the gay AIDs. I got the the straight AIDS. AIDS. There's two ways to get AIDS. Still one of my all-time favorite episodes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like I don't, I don't understand how people can hate. <laughs> There's AIDS blood in the pool. Yeah. He's like, AIDS. <laughs> yeah. It's got you know it's David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the guys that created Game of Thrones. 
What's that? They're in that. They're in that episode. Uh, I didn't know that. When the when when Mac and D. Or go up in that ride. He's like, you're too big for this ride. And like, shut up, baby dick. And they just go down. And of course, they get stuck. <laughs> yeah. That's David Benioff. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the other one, that the, the lifeguard that's like reading the Big Jugs magazine mm-hmm. while that kid is drowning face down, that's D.B. Weiss. They're huge fans of the show. That's why Mac was in Game of Thrones. I didn't know that either. The, I oh, watched Game the, of Thrones, the last so. season, there's a scene. The only part, yeah, and when he popped up, I was like, oh, it's Mac. Because it's literally the only thing that happens is he's in a he's with the Greyjoys, I want to say. Or he's getting killed. He's one of the, I don't know who which side he's on. But when the scene starts, you just see this guy stand up, and it's so clearly Mac with an eye eye patch and like long hair. <laughs> it's just clear. Like it's a, not it's not a thought like in your like mind. A thunder gun villain. Yeah, but I'm just saying, as someone like us, it's instantly recognizable yeah. that that's Rob McElhaney. Well, and the only the, thing that happens, his head pops up, you see his face, and then an arrow comes from the back of his head out of his eye. The uh, I'm pretty sure all four members of Mastodon were on uh, Game of Thrones because there's. I saw, or maybe two of them were Brent and Troy, the guys with big beards, and I'm not. And I'm not surprised they were. In that last season, Chris Stapleton, the country music star, mm-hmm. is one of the dead dudes fighting at the Battle of Winterfell. Oh, I think that Brent and Troy—they were like zombie-looking dudes of some kind. Yeah, they were night. They were uh, night. Or what do you call them? Walkers, white walkers. They're like the big beards. Like Brent's got fucking face tattoos, which they didn't even bother to really cover up. Cause cause it, they, they, that scene was so dark. It yeah. was what HBO received a lot of flack for that whole. One battle was the whole episode, and it was so dark. You couldn't see a lot of detail. But speaking of sunny and people being in it that makes you like the show even more, I was just had this thought the other day. Is like part of the reason, or a, a, one of the many reasons that I just go, fucking, I love Sonny, mm-hmm. is that fucking Rowdy Roddy Piper was a oh, yeah. regular... A recurring character. recurring character. It's like, that's my best salesman. Mm-hmm. The fucking... The, he, he was selling the... The, uh, the, the Vigoron Berries. The Vigoron Berries, fucking yeah. Fucking kills me. And when he's doing the time... When he, when he thinks... What was the his time, name? Uh, uh, the, the Maniac. The Maniac. That's right. When he meets with Dennis and Mac to, uh, to talk about buying a timeshare. Time he's like, I'm going to get my stuff. I'm going to get my stuff. Well, some fun. Like, no, 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 no. This is... Does he think that this is the timeshare? <laughs> <laughs> the maniac just moves in. Cool! What are you talking about? This guy's my best salesman. Oh, man. I love the memes that came out of that episode. You know that's a Halloween costume, by the way? The bird? The bird, the bird guys. The the, so they, they give the you the wings, boys. the hat, and then the, you, they give you like a brown marker to do the drawn-on abs. <laughs> I was like, that shit. <laughs> and the trash man comes out and Brickety Cricket is the terrorist. Oh, I told Banks the other day, I said, the, one, the thing I am so looking forward to is what the fuck happened, happened to, to Cricket. Cricket. Yeah, like, and he has oh. his own episode again. Because they did that Crickety... They had a Rickety Cricket episode. Oh, I know. It's one of the best when he ends up making out making the out dog. Making out the dog, but... It was a dog three-way last night. <laughs> I just love it. If, if you want to... you got to give me a sixer if you want to you shoot one inside. Uh, or like... <laughs> Bex and I were just watching this outtakes when he's at the bar with them earlier. And then earlier, he's like, well, yeah, the guys who don't fake it on the street don't make it. <laughs> you got to fake it. Are you saying you fake an orgasm when you're being raped on the street? Well, the guys who don't fake it don't make it. Well, sometimes you don't fake it. <laughs> Because it feels so <laughs> Watching the outtakes of them trying to make that scene come together. I like the video you shared years ago. With, it's the evolution of cricket from Matty Mara yeah. to what the That's how bad the gang is. Yeah. They take Matty Mara and they bring this man down to cricket. I think my favorite <laughs> version of cricket is the one that works as the dog pound. When they introduce the face scar. <laughs> hey, Cricket, there's a big pile of shit in, in the, what is this? <laughs> in the kennels. In the kennels. Get it. Uh, he's got diarrhea everywhere. I'm on it. 
<laughs> Riggity Cricket gets a job. No, we said money. This is lemons. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Frank. They've been trying a lot. They've been dropping a lot of fucks in there too. The last two episodes, they had two fucks. Yeah, they've gotten more liberal with the language. I think nobody really gives a shit anymore. Not, I, I do wonder, and it sucks to see D with that 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 work. She definitely had the work done. I like that she pointed out like things that Kristen thought maybe that the actor playing Dennis had done, like when she tells him he has to take off his makeup. Oh, like yeah. Kristen's like, he looks like he's like had a facelift done or hair dye. I was like, it's possible. It's, well, you know, it's also possible that's just part of the vanity of his character. That's for, that is what it is. <laughs> but plus, Glenn Howerton looks his Instagram. No homo. He he's a good looking man. Yeah. When he's like clean. His hair and, does look unnaturally dark on the show, yeah. which could be part of the show. Part of the show. Yeah. Uh, new. Uh, we have a new follower on Instagram and uh, and whatnot. Guy I told you about Josh. Uh, he, Get ready for some content because we're updating listen, that shit every week. Listen, he is an Eskimo brother <laughs> to Glenn Howerton. Hey, how about that? They went to school together. There's somebody to call. In either Alabama or Tennessee. I can't remember which. Might have been in a different state altogether. Don't mm. quite remember. Mm. I think it was Alabama, though. And then he spout, He told me the whole story. He said, go back, check it. And sure enough, everything he said, they went to school. They went to acting school together. They were like this and this and this. But he's like, yeah, we're Eskimo brothers. I was like, oh, my God. He's Eskimo brothers with, with Dennis. <laughs> I was like, do you have it taped? Like all. Yeah. That's how good the character is. And you're like, yeah. ugh. You've had sex with Glenn Howerton? <laughs> you know, like, oh, boy. <laughs> had sex with someone that Glenn I just, I just, also had sex with. Right, but I just see, like, the, uh, <laughs> when he's sweating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's he's knocked up that fucking the, the hippie, the hippie girl. guy's girl. <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just it's just a really, I can't, I know we do it too much. I, I could just talk about that show forever. I guess I should just take my cush. And go. Kind bud. Kind bud, that's yeah. right. I just take my kind bud. <laughs> drops the bag. It's all heavy. It's like a pound of marijuana. <laughs> I'll just take this elsewhere. Did you just say kind bud? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I just get frustrated with these these people on that on that Facebook group who right. try to shit on it season 13 like it was some big letdown for them. I'm like, look, if you cherry pick seasons, there's quite a few seasons that had some hits and misses. But, you know... Sometimes to get to a uh, Nightman Cometh, you got to sit through one of the, like, a shitty episode. It just is what it is. What are you doing over there? Sorry, I, forget, I want to turn this off before I forget. Ladies and gentlemen, he's turning off his work computer. If I don't want to forget, uh, I don't have a problem with any season. I like season 13. <laughs> I like all the episodes. <laughs> There's not a bad episode if it's always I sent I sent Producer Burke a meme yesterday where it said it was one of those life and me mm. memes so that life exists. Me. How much for one crack rock? It's it's Dennis and D in the car. And I love that scene when they you know when they go on just, that was Dennis and D go on welfare. Mm. But when they ask for the one how much for a first time user? What? And, he, and the dude says two hundred bucks. And there's a clearly a question mark at the end of that, like yeah. and they're like, that sounds fair. That yes, sounds- we'll we'll take one please. Pull it up over there, please. It's just so good, and the and the acting just for that one character, just two hundred bucks. Two hundred dollars. He says two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Yes, that sounds good. That sounds fair. Well, it was funny that they go to like the same spot seasons later to buy an AR fifteen. <laughs> AR fifteen. <laughs> and he has it. And, and he has it. And then he's like, just put. It. Obviously, we don't want to open the doors or roll down the windows for obvious reasons. So just put it in the trunk, please. And then he just walks away. Like, oh God damn it. 
What are you going to do? Go after a guy with an AR-15 to get your money back? Yeah, Gunther's. It was 1500 Yeah, this ain't Gunther's. <laughs> they go to the gun show. I'm looking for a real man killer. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good stuff. And anyways, I start blasting. Frank's talking about the gun. <laughs> there I was. It's a good thing I have my pistols. So anyways, I pull out and just start blasting. <laughs> oh, there's a part of me that really hopes, and they could have done it all, or chances are if they were going to do it, they would have done it already, is what I mean to say. But Frank, or not Frank, fucking Danny DeVito got interviewed by Mark Marin on pod, on his podcast, I think, last week. It was a great interview. Talked a lot about Sonny and other stuff. And they talked a good bit about uh, Batman Returns. Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, man, what if there was, what if the Sonny writers wrote in him as the, somehow or another in some sort of makeup or costume or character that just hinted at Hunt, the penguin? Hinted at the penguin? Yeah. I don't know. Like be, even, even if it was just like eating a fish or something, just some. Because that would be Frank. So, I know. But to, just, to bite the head off. Just a like fish. a fucking Batman Returns, Danny DeVito as the Penguin Easter egg. In an Let me throw you this. Tim, think about it. Every time Tim Burton's ever called Danny DeVito, says Danny, I got the perfect role for you. And every one of them, Danny probably has to turn to an assistant and say, get, get that fucking top hat out. <laughs> think about this. Every Tim Burton movie he's in, and the and the and the in the Penguin one, he's wearing that fucking top hat. Mm-hmm. Big Fish, he's the circus guy in yep. the fucking top hat. Yep. Dumbo, most recently, he was another circus man in the same fucking top hat. Every single bigger movie. Bigger mustache, same top hat. Bigger mustache, same top hat. It's yeah. like if Tim Burton calls, Danny's good. Yeah, just get that top hat out of the fucking storage. He can just go ahead and bank on it. Yeah. If he sees Tim Burton, ah, uh, shit. Do I still have that top hat? <laughs> you know, like... I would just love it if like, he's a national treasure, man. Oh, wait, I know really? that people think it. I know there's like a social media. You should listen to the interview. It's but a see, great interview. He's what I, you know, he's he one of these guys. Like a cool guy. Too. Like those who love him now need to go watch Twins. Oh yeah. They need to go watch Throw Mama from a Train. This is how cool of a guy he is. Like you think of an actor with that credit list. Renaissance man. One of my all-time yeah, favorite movies. Yeah, with the, when he's on the army base. Yes. You think of a guy with that many acting credits, people probably all the time are like, hey, do this, hey, like, can you do, the, you know, people want to hear you do your iconic shit. Yeah. Mark Maron is a good enough interviewer where he never puts that on anybody. But, like, when I interviewed Ian McCallan a couple of years ago, like, he got him to do Shakespeare, which was really cool to hear. And when he interviewed Danny DeVito, he's singing his praises for Once uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, mm-hmm. Martini. And without even being, like, it hinted at or asked, Danny DeVito just launched into the Martini character. Mm-hmm. And it was like, how fucking cool is it? Like, the dude, he's like, yeah, like, that movie is like how I got started. Like, if somebody wants me to do the martini face, I'll do the martini face. It's <laughs> basically what he said. I mean, you, you, <laughs> you, could, you could sit down. If you, had, if you could get Danny DeVito here, you could ask the man, like, what was Andy Kaufman like on the set of Taxi? Yeah. He's on fucking Taxi. Like, you, you worked with Andy Kaufman? He talked about Andy Kaufman a lot on the podcast. And he's not thinking about the movie. He plays he talk, Andy Kaufman he, on The Man on the Moon, he or talk, he the, plays the agent. He talked about how the Andy Kaufman in The Man on the Moon was not really anything like the actual Andy Kaufman. Right. He basically said, like, real-life Andy Kaufman, you could go to his dressing room, sit down, and have a conversation right. and not constantly worry about whether or not you were part of a bit. Right. He said, so, he said, they they portrayed him and they didn't in right. that movie. <laughs> But cool fucking interview. Cool fucking dude. I got to listen to Marin more. He's a good interviewer. Uh, I, I don't even care about her, but he interviewed Rachel Maddow today, and I was like, that was a good interview. What did they talk about? Oh, quickly, <laughs> did you see that video that was all in the news today? Mm, no. Okay, it's a scene. The New York Times 
reported it. Um, some pro-Trump pack or group had was doing their yearly whatever the fuck at one of his clubs in Doral down in Florida. Mm. And one of the presentations they had a video screen is this like three-minute video from the movie Kingsman. Okay. The second one. Mm. Some kind of wedding massacre scene. Not as good and as the first one. <laughs> I don't know. I never saw either. But the <laughs> thing starts, the sign. there's a sign outside the church that said fake news church or whatever. Mm. And it's all over. Someone's created this video. Yeah. And whoever the gunman is in this case, they've superimposed Trump. And then all the other people that are about, I mean, that are all about to die are all like CNN, NPR. It's like every news media exception, of course, Fox News. Yeah. And it's the most, I've never seen a movie. But I thought those movies were like PG-13. No, they're brutally violent This movies. is like, yeah, insane. I watched the video. I was like, damn, that's, I got to see the movie. The first Kingsman is good. The second one's kind of dumb. Okay. But well, that's not really the point here. They're bloody and brutal and shoot them up and violent. On a it looks like a line. John Wick thing. But at the end of it. They're hardcore. At the end of it, <laughs> it's, it's this take that they showed of like Trump. You know, guillotining, stabbing people in the head, shooting people point blank, and it's all supposed to be him killing the news media. And it's like this. It's good like, Christian man. Man, I just. <laughs> it's a good Christian man. It's not. They're going to play and, it at churches. And you know around, what the thing is? It's like. It's not. It is a big deal, but it's not like. You know, the media that's going after him, of course, now they have more reason because they feel threatened. Mm-hmm. But it's like. If they reverse this. And, like, CNN was to go so petty, just decide, you know what, let's just go to his level. I don't know why they would do that. It'd be nice. It would be, but it'd also be a bad step. It'd be a bad look. (laughs) But if they did a video of, like, CNN reporters, I don't know, whoever the big ones are. I really don't know who, like, the big CNN people. Wolf Blitzer, is he on CNN? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, someone, Jim, the the one that got in trouble for yelling at people, uh, uh, Mayor Cuomo, yeah. What's his name? He's on C. I don't know. You're not watching either. This is know. this is great pot. But if they, if they did a video where they were, where their CNN logo was like the 300, and they put Trump up there as uh, I would I would do the end scene from Braveheart. <laughs> there. Oh, like CNN is the axe. No, CNN is the the guy doing all the gutting. Right, right, and then they and the then, final scene yeah, where they and Trump is brave. <laughs> well, that see that's problematic <laughs> because see the Trumpers would be one. Look at them. That's terrible. They're talking about killing the president. Oh, and, and two, he claims to be Scottish. He claim, well, that he is Scottish. <laughs> and two, they would be like, oh, he's a martyr now. Yeah. They would spin that and the in the way that they're really really good at. You couldn't use Braveheart. It has to be a more. Yeah, the the righteous ending. <laughs> like, you feel good about it, you know? Yeah. You didn't feel good about Braveheart. No, At least I didn't. No. No, I mean, I laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that hang drawn and quartered scene. What a riot! A I, shitty way to go. I, a little bit. I, I don't think I've laughed quite as hard as I did on today's show at the question, is that a birthmark or duty press? <laughs> I can tell you were still hanging up on that. <laughs> No, I like how you powdered it, though. <laughs> All of this stemmed from, I would love it if they somehow wrote a penguin-ass character into Sonny. Yeah, they, I, I, don't, I don't think they need to. It'd be so funny, though, just for a wink and a nod. Cause I they, mean... Cause uh, they've, done, they've done other... Get shows, Arnold on the show. They, they, did a, uh, they did that whole episode where he's basically um, Jack Nicholson from One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest, and he's in the crazy house with Chief, who breaks, breaks him out and all that. Like, they've done 
nods to shit he's been a part of before. Well, could be fun. We can wrap it up on Danny DeVito then, because this guy. Did we ever talk about the fact that Dolph Lundgren was in an episode? Was in an episode. He is John Thundergun. He's, he is John Thundergun. That Thundergun episode, I I, I enjoyed that very much too, because yeah. just the the Charlie not getting it. Yeah. Repeatedly to the point where that you ain't gotten anything all, all day. day. You, fuck, man. Good candy. Good candy. Well, well, we'll wrap it up there, and yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about. A lot of big promises made tonight. Yeah, a lot of things we got to plan and work on. Oh, Some right really there. exceptionally bad pizza. I'm going to send a picture, so we when we release on you maybe on Insta. Give it a scale. We had Domino's, and what, what do you get? Oh what man. Uh, well, I t- let me preface as if those who might remember, I was expecting to be in a, a six. Six one range. Yeah, and I just want to say I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bother trying the crust I've bragged about from this particular Domino's because if that is how they do the regular crust, I don't want to fucking know how they do the one I've bragged about. You have to try it at my house. Today's my pizza, and again we'll have a picture for the for the crew. I, oh, it's got quite a flop, and I was really underdone in the middle. I, I would say that's a that's a that's a one point nine slice, but. Certainly, it. I, I. I mean, it is yeah. edible. It's just it. You get it down. I feel and like that's you, that. I feel like within this rating system, we have to clarify like, sh- like fucking deliverable pizza, mm-hmm. and then there's a column B with like real pizza that you can't have brought to your house. Mm, you mean like you gotta like go get it, like an Antico pizza? Yeah, an or Antico or a Mona Lisa or an Alessio like or a Camelli's. Oh, well, well, well. We're throwing a lot of shit pizza in with Antico here. I haven't had your 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 place of choice, well, your Mona Lisa. A, well, to be clear, but don't put fucking Alessio's. I've had plenty of Alessio's <laughs> pizza when that Italian shit headed boss of mine. That was his like. Well, you know what we're going to eat for lunch? We're going to get fucking Alessio's, bro. All right, well, the, I'm going to put it to you this way. Would you eat Alessio's or what we had tonight? Oh, 100 times Alessio's. That's my point. But it doesn't belong in, Fine, in the conversation with Antico. Antico. Point being, you have, like, I, I would, if for the rating system purposes, like, I would have to put Marco's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's, it's mm. any of your classic garbage American, we bring it to you 30 minutes or less pizzas in this column. And not include them in the, like, there might actually be some thought put into how we made this pizza pizza. Yeah, I mean, there's a place near my house called Crispina that makes some really outstanding pies. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the in the high eights or anything. You're, you're, you're talking about a solid eight, two, if it's done right. Where do you right. put an Antico pizza? Well, here's the thing about Antico. I've had it twice and three times. Um, all the time it was good pizza. Mm-hmm. But you can definitely tell. I don't know if Antico himself was back there one day or not. I know that's not his name. I'm just well. It's a she, Antico. Antico. Uh, but the second time I had a pizza there, it was really, really astounding, and it made it mm. tough to go for that third time and be like, "That's just not as good." And it was just like, it for me, it was you know, someone left that second pizza in for that extra thirty seconds at mm. seven hundred degrees. Mm. You know, just that little bit of time, yeah, gave you that that crust, and and I like that. You know their pizzas, their 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 art, man. They don't. You're not yeah. eating a fucking can of tomato sauce. Yeah. You're getting touches and flavors of tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. 
you're not eating a pound of cheese. You're being you're having a bite of mozzarella and occasionally not having a bite of yeah. mozzarella. And, you know, the basil, fresh, fresh right? Basil, the fresh basil that you know crispy. they grow. Yeah, it's been in the oven. It's crispy. I mean, those things. And that's just about a different the pepperoni beast. they use. If you add it to the margarita, it's so fucking good. I just don't like to add to a margarita. If I want a pepperoni pizza, I'll get a pepperoni pizza. Well, they're all they like they know that like there's gonna be some like what do you mean you don't have diet coke kind yeah, of guy walking of course, in there. So they have the option like margarita. It's your basic. Yeah. And then you can add, you know, ugly American toppings to it if you want to. The the best pizza I've ever had, and we're really getting into the good pod material before we go home here, <laughs> was from a – I was in a hotel, and it, I, I don't remember the city. It might have been Huntsville, Alabama. I know that sounds fucking weird. There's no way. I'm just telling you. We ordered from this Italian – it was like we looked online. It was a small place. They were like really close, family-owned, the whole thing. Mamma Mia on the menu, it's gotta be good. <laughs> no, it was astoundingly good pizza. We got a white and we got a regular margarita, and it was, I mean, for a white pizza, for me to say a white pizza is good, because yeah. I don't order that. No. If there's a white pizza involved, someone else just didn't want a red sauce pizza, but they were willing to. Yeah, white pizza only gets ordered like when my sister-in-law's in town. Yeah. My buddy orders white pizza from this place. It's okay. The ingredients are fresh. The crust is always great at this place. doesn't yeah. matter what kind of pie you get. It's mm. called Blue Moon. It's Smyrna. Okay, Blue Moon. It's very, very good pizza. There used to be a Blue Moon in Roswell. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Maybe that one sucked. This one's really good. But he gets the white pizza and asks for five sides of marinara. Oh, man. Is his name Sean? <laughs> no, that's, that's not even... Sean, I mean, that's, that Sean does way worse. <laughs> he says he doesn't like cheese and eats an entire DiGiorno's. Yeah, so. that's not, I don't, we've spoken enough of him. But my point is, why get the white? If you, if, I, if the I red know, sauce is so Hence good. I know, hence the question, was that Sean? <laughs> like, hey, that's a dumb thing you did. Is your name Sean? <laughs> like how you said, let's stop shitting on Sean for a second. And then, and then not only did you double go down, you go away from me. No, I was going to say, on the note, on the subject of Antico's, the only time I get bummed is when they overdo it a little too much, because I don't mind some char on the bread, but sometimes there's like, like, man, this shit's straight up burnt on the bottom, <laughs> and that, that is a, is a problem for me, but other than, but I've never had a, an Antico pizza pie <laughs> I didn't like, so, anyways, I think on that note, yes, we can probably, call it, call it, W-F-U-C-K! Bam! 97.5! Coming to make we've got traffic and weather. We've got sports with Skip, Skip Madaver! Wants to come back on the show. Hey, we should have done it. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, stay tuned. Uh, here's Minute Work! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about another show. So we really have Australian stuff. Is that... Is <laughs> I can't even do it. Is that a shit stand? <laughs> is that a birth mark? Or duty cross? <laughs> We're still recording. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Oh. <laughs>